Members of Congress expressed optimism Sunday about the prospects for reaching a deal to avoid the fiscal cliff. A fragile ceasefire between Israel and Hamas is entering its third full day, and both Israelis and Palestinians... Bottom line, Senator, if uh, the president nominates Ambassador Rice to be the next Secretary of State or some other... Supplementary question. Do you personally believe that gay people are born gay? Impact segment tonight, the Talking Points memo... Hot damn politics. 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 I'm back now with the Brain Trust panel. Brain Trust. Brain Trust. Brain Trust. Brain Trust panel. These niggas won't hold me back. 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 The brain trust panel. Brain trust. Brain trust. Brain trust. Brain trust. Hot diggity damn politics. I put that shit on everything. People moving out, people moving in, because of the color of the skin. Run, 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 but you so can't hide. And I bought out a tooth for a tooth, both for me, and I'll set you free. Rap on, brother, rap on. Well, the only person talking about love down brother is the preacher.
after the Gulf War, you couldn't walk a mile. I know for a fact uh, I was exposed to chemical, biological, radioactive materials, experimental vaccines, experimental investigational drugs, all well fires. I am considered a disabled veteran. I have a 40% disability from the United States Department of Veteran Affairs for combat injuries caused by depleted uranium and other exposure. very well be changed forever, as thousands of our military have learned. This documentary is dedicated to those who served in the U.S. military for the right reasons, who wonder why they are not and never will be the same, why they are sick, and why military leaders, veterans leaders, and the three branches of our government do not assist them in getting medical care and compensation. The majority of our veterans only want to know what is wrong with them, why they became ill, and how they can be made well again. We will focus on the experiments conducted, the documents that support this experimentation, and what must be done to advance the cause of basic human rights for all active duty, guard, reserve, and veterans. For those of you who are not familiar with military experimentation, you are about to get a lesson in history. For to experiment without consent is truly beyond treason. include members of the United States Armed Forces who were exposed to ionizing radiation from atomic and nuclear weapons testing during the period beginning with the Trinity Blast of July 16, 1945 at Alamogordo, New Mexico. The U.S. cleanup of Nagasaki, Hiroshima, the 235 atmospheric and nuclear weapons tests in the Pacific, and Nevada test sites ending with the Nuclear Test Ban Treaty of 1963. The National Association of Atomic Veterans recognizes that civilians, as well as military personnel, were exposed to harmful nuclear material radiation and that many of these personnel have since died as a result of radiation-induced illnesses. Over 382,000 servicemen, as well as civilian personnel, 
took part in a variety of tests during the Cold War period. When the Atomic Energy Commission, working in conjunction with the Department of Defense, had troops participate in and witness the detonation at various Pacific and Nevada test areas. Most detonations were larger than and emitted considerably more deadly radiation than the two weapons which were employed against Japan at the end of World War II. During the test, various government agencies and departments were interested in learning about the various effects of atomic and nuclear weapons, as well as how these weapons affected the immediate performance of military personnel and equipment. Troops, ships, and various types of equipment were placed from several hundred yards to several miles from the center of each detonation. On many occasions, military personnel performed maneuvers in and around ground zeroes without any protective clothing or respiratory devices. Since the end of these tests in 1963, there has been no government-sponsored medical surveillance of test participants, nor any effort to locate these individuals to warn them of potential health threats. Project MKUltra was the codename for the CIA Mind Control Research Program lasting from the 1950s to the 1970s. In 1964, the project was renamed MK-Search. MK-Ultra was started on the order of CIA Director Alan Dulles in April of 1953, largely in response to alleged Soviet, Chinese, and North Korean mind control techniques on U.S. prisoners of war in Korea. Because most of the MK-Ultra records were deliberately destroyed in 1972 by order of then-Director Richard Helms, it is impossible to have a complete understanding of the more than 160 individually funded research projects sponsored by MK-Ultra and the related CIA programs. Experiments included radiation, LSD, Experiments included dosing CIA employees, military personnel, other government agents, prostitutes, mental patients, and members of the general public with LSD to study their reactions, usually without the subject's knowledge. In the summer of 1975, congressional hearings and the Rockefeller Commission report revealed to the public for the first time that the CIA and the DOD had conducted experiments on both consenting and unwitting human subjects as part of an extensive program to influence and control human behavior through the use of psychoactive drugs, such as LSD, mescaline, and other chemical, biological, and psychological means. The report states that no official records were kept regarding the deaths or illnesses of experimentees. A U.S. Army project that ended over 25 years ago is now the subject of much scrutiny. Project White Coat was the Army's codename for a series of germ warfare studies 
conducted on about 2,300 Seventh-day Adventist servicemen from 1954 to 1973. Now the Army is investigating the long-term effects the project may have had on its participants. They center on the Seventh-day Adventist Church and the role that it played in the U.S. Army's development of chemical and biological weapons of mass destruction. Under strict secrecy, the U.S. Army established Camp Dietrich outside of Frederick, Maryland during World War II for the sole purpose of developing germ weapons. The program was controlled by the Army's Chemical Warfare Service, a branch that had worked with gas weapons that were used by the U.S. in World War I. The Army began to study both the offensive and defensive aspects of biowarfare. In 1952, the Army Medical Corps stationed a medical unit in Fort Detrick, and in 1954, this unit began using Seventh-day Adventist soldiers in its research, presumably in the defensive aspects of germ warfare. Fort Detrick was home to what became known as Project White Coat, the code name for the group of Seventh-day Adventist soldiers who were used as human guinea pigs in biowarfare research. Agent Orange was the code name for an herbicide developed for the military primarily for use in tropical climates. The purpose of the product was to deny an enemy cover and concealment in dense terrain by defoliating trees and shrubbery where the enemy could hide. The product Agent Orange was a code name for the orange band that was used to mark the drums in which it was stored. The product was tested in Vietnam in the early 1960s and used at the height of the war in 1967 and 1968. Agent Orange was a 50-50 mix of two chemicals known conventionally as 2,4-D and 2,4-5-T. The combined product was mixed with kerosene or diesel fuel and dispersed by aircraft, vehicle, and hand spraying. An estimated 19 million gallons of Agent Orange was used in South Vietnam during the war, potentially affecting 2.5 million Vietnam veterans. On May 5, 1990, Admiral E.R. Zumwalt, Jr., in a classified report, submitted the following. Report to the Secretary of the Department of Veterans Affairs on the association between adverse health effects and exposure to Agent Orange. In that report, he concluded that it was at least as likely as not that the exposure to Agent Orange caused numerous life-threatening, debilitating, and deforming diseases. BZ is the Army's designation of the psychedelic chemical known in military circles as Agent Buzz, or by the Army's chemical code designation of EA-2277. BZ was aerosolized, sprayed from aircraft, and utilized in conventional bombs. The effect of BZ was that it was psychotropic in nature. 
Over 362 human subjects were experimented upon at Dugway Proving Ground in Utah in 1964 under the code name of Project Dork. Most records of military experiments involving BZ are still classified and unable to be obtained even through the Freedom of Information Act. BZ was an incapacitating agent with paranormal hallucinations that lasted for not just days, but for weeks and months. You may have seen the movie Jacob's Ladder, which depicts effects from the mist sprayed over our military by our Department of Defense. To this date, the Department of Defense continues to deny and stonewall the existence of a Gulf War illness. A Gulf War illness is a cumulative effect of exposure to depleted uranium, chemicals, biologicals, vaccines, petrochemical agents, and parasite diseases such as leishmaniasis. Few people are aware that the Gulf War was yet another example of the Department of Defense's intentional exposure of its own troops to its own deadly weapons. From 1984 through 1989, the U.S. government, with full knowledge of the CDC and the Department of Commerce, sold and transferred to Iraq $4 billion worth of deadly chemical agents, deadly biological agents, such as anthrax, Clostridium botulinum, and West Nile fever virus. As a result of the first Gulf War, hundreds of thousands of our military are now sick, and many have died. The official figure of those who served in Operation Desert Shield and Storm is 697,000. The Department of Defense has now declared nearly 250,000 of those troops as permanently disabled. The official position of the Department of Defense is that there are no classified or unclassified documents that exist to prove that chemicals and biologicals were used in the first Gulf War. But in only a 100-hour war, when less than 150 troops died, how do we explain the morbidity and mortality rate of nearly 450,000 of our servicemen and women? At the time that the Gulf War started, I was the uh, nuclear medical sciences officer, uh, intelligence and comfort and everything, special operations officer, mobilization officer, training officer for 330th Medical Brigade. That's the largest medical brigade in the U.S. Army. Uh, it's an Army Reserve Medical Command uh, under a one-star general. Dr. Doug Rocky is a U.S. Army health physicist and nuclear medical sciences officer. Dr. Rocky has expertise in nuclear, biological, and chemical warfare operations, microwave radiation, emergency response, decontamination, and battlefield cleanup. We were the super garbage men. We had to clean up the messes. We had to identify the messes. We had to collect all the garbage. 
We had to provide the on-site medical care. It's a lot. All the Iraqi equipment, a lot of U.S. equipment, contains radiological components. When those, that equipment was blowing up, the radiological materials were released into the environment, exposing and contaminating. And then to top it all off, we used uranium munitions, known as depleted uranium. They've been used back in 1973 by the Israelis against the uh, Egyptians. But during Gulf War One, Desert Shield and Desert Storm, we took it to a totally new level. The use of radioactive materials on the battlefield. Deliberately taking tons and tons, actually over 350 tons of solid radioactive materials and dispersed it across Kuwait, Saudi Arabia, and Iraq. Taking our radioactive waste and throw it in somebody else's backyard. I am considered a disabled veteran. I've got a 40% disability from the United States Department of Veteran Affairs for combat injuries caused by depleted uranium and other exposures. Lieutenant Colonel John Marks is an A-10 pilot attached to the 303rd Fighter Squadron stationed at Whiteman Air Force Base, Missouri. The reason that they use depleted uranium is it's a very dense, heavy metal, and it's uh, able to penetrate uh, the most armor of any type of material used. Uh, it is a very minor amount of radioactivity, but it's not anything that if, as long as it's in its bullet form, it can be stored and it's not any type of hazardous material. Once it hits a, a vehicle and vaporizes, then it becomes more of a, of a hazardous uh, material that uh, you have to have special handling of that type of thing. But in its normal bullet form, it's not uh, hazardous and, uh, because of the refrigerator. It is highly effective against armor. We've got direct memorandum from the Department of the Army and other Department of Defense officials simply telling us that not only were uranium munitions a health threat, they were a serious health threat, the contamination. We got direct warnings from Los Alamos memorandum that uh, to make sure and write a report so that uranium munitions can always be used because there's direct concern about the health and environmental effects. We had the warnings. We also have the responsibility to put together all the decontamination guidelines and also what's called the Combat Lifesaver Program. So myself and my team wrote that, which has now been adopted by the Army. It's used every day by the Army. Battlefields and fighting are by nature hazardous to your health. Some hazards are easy to identify and well understood. Soldiers recognize the serious hazards presented by incoming artillery shells and bullets and take appropriate actions. However, some lesser hazards from new technological applications are not so well known and recognized. One of these newer applications is the use of depleted uranium in munitions and equipment armor. Depleted uranium is obtained from uranium ore, which is found throughout the world. In the United States, this ore is mined in New Mexico, Colorado, Wyoming, 
Utah, and Arizona. Uranium ore contains three isotopes. By weight, 99.28%, which is uranium-238. 0.71%, which is uranium-235. And 0.0058%, which is uranium-234. Of these three isotopes, uranium-235 and uranium-234 are used for nuclear fuel and weapons. Uranium-238 becomes depleted uranium. This is an aluminum model of one DU tank round. This round would be fired by an Abrams tank. If it was actually uranium rather than aluminum, it would be over 10 pounds of solid uranium. What happens, it moves extremely high velocity. The minute it leaves the bore of the gun, it catches fire. So this rod is a burning rod of uranium. It impacts tremendous forces, unbelievable forces, over this very small diameter. And it's like a blowtorch with tremendous forces that punches right through. Now, as this breaks through and goes into anything, it can be steel, concrete, sandbag bunkers, wood, or anything. Uranium itself is soft. So you have a, parts of the fragment of the uranium breaks off as it enters and goes through. The uranium rod emits alpha, beta, and gamma radiation and x-ray radiation. The alpha particle is a 4.15 MeV particle. That's 4.15 million electron volts. Now, the intercellular voltage, the voltage that your cell operates biologically, is 10 electron volts. So when that cell is bombarded by an alpha particle at 4.5 million electron volts, it doesn't have a good day. We have all kinds of other problems. We have the beta particle and the gamma rays, the x-rays. Now, we've actually measured the ionizing radiation emissions from a DU rod within, say, 4 to 6 inches at over 300 millirems per hour. Now, that radiation is continuous. So you get a fragment of DU into your body that's emitting at over 300 millirems per hour. Or if you're holding the rod in your hand, it's over 300 millirems per hour. And if you got the fragment, then you've got the alpha particle in there, which is an extremely hot particle. 4.15 MeV, and we're looking at what we measured over 10,000 pounds per minute, 10,000 disintegrations per minute, 10,000 alpha particles per minute. In fact, in May of 2002, the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs reported that over 160,000 troops had participated in Gulf War One, the period August of 1990 through the fall of 1991, basically October and November 1991, have been classified as disabled from anywhere from 10 to 100%. Now, my own disability didn't come about until after May of 2002. The count right now is somewhere close to 200,000. When we look at all the troops that have gone into the Persian Gulf region between August of 1990 
in May of 2002 when the last formal report was written. The U.S. Department of Veteran Affairs formally acknowledges over 221,000 individuals are labeled as permanently disabled and over 10,000 are deceased that had service connection disabilities. There's a big difference. There's a 60,000 increase in individuals that are disabled amongst those that served after the fall of 1991. That disability is only due to residual exposures and immunizations that were continued to be given because there was no active combat. There was no active maneuvering. So what's happened? Well, what happened prior to Gulf War One is pre-deployment health physical assessments were not given. And at the completion of Gulf War One, post-deployment health physical assessments were not given, even though we specifically requested it. In my own case, when I came back to get released after completing special projects, I said, I was exposed to these. We need to do these tests. And they refused to do them. I've been a staff scientist at two nuclear weapons laboratories, five years at the Lawrence Berkeley lab for the Manhattan Project started, and two years at the Lawrence Livermore lab. Lorraine Murray is an independent scientist who specializes in radiation issues. Her degrees include BS in geology, master's degree in Near Eastern Studies, and has pursued doctoral studies in geosciences at the University of California, Davis. For the past five years, my research has focused on the damaging effects of low-level radiation. The history of depleted uranium goes back to a 1943 declassified memo known as the Grove Memorandum. In this memo, depleted uranium is recommended for development as a poison gas warfare weapon. According to the United Nations Human Rights Commission, which has declared depleted uranium illegal, approximately 17 countries have purchased depleted uranium weaponry from the United States government. In December of 1992, the director of the United States Army Environmental Policy Institute was ordered to figure out ways to reduce the toxicity of uranium munitions by Assistant Secretary of the Army Walker. In 1995, the director of AEPI told the Secretary of the Army, we can't reduce the toxicity not possible. The United States Army Common Task Train states very specifically uranium contamination will make food and water unusable. And yet we use it in combat all over the place. That's why the United Nations Subcommission on Human Rights had ruled that uranium munitions were an illegal weapon because they're indiscriminate. They can't be cleaned up and they last for eternity. The amount 
of depleted uranium used in the first Gulf War in 1991 is approximately 340 tons, and this was admitted by the U.S. government. In Yugoslavia, Lord Robertson, who was the head of NATO in 1998, admitted in the public media that the United States had used depleted uranium warheads in every missile used in that invasion. It's estimated that at least a thousand tons of depleted uranium was used in Afghanistan in 2001 and approximately 2,400 tons were used in Iraq in 2003. The United Nations Subcommission on Human Rights, because of the fact that uranium, uranium contamination makes food and water unusable, has a permanent effect and can't be cleaned up and affects not only combatants but non-combatants, it's been ruled an illegal weapon. It was years ago. It's common sense. We all know that the United States falsely accused Iraq of possessing weapons of mass destruction in 2003. In fact, the United States invaded Iraq and used weapons of mass destruction against the Iraqis. Depleted uranium has a half-life of four and a half billion years. If we had a pound of depleted uranium now, in four and a half billion years, there would only be half a pound left. This means that the Middle East and Central Asia and Yugoslavia are contaminated forever. We're first to tune Charlie Coconut. And we are part of Operation Iraqi Freedom. On the battlefield, you got to have an officer who can think on his feet. We had that. Lieutenant Walker came to us from ROTC. It didn't matter if we were in training or in combat. He was right there with us. He had confidence and dedication. And wherever he goes, we go. I'm a military brat. Uh, father spent uh, 23, 24 years in the, in the Army. Staff Sergeant Bob Jones is a veteran of Desert Storm, a former Army Ranger, now retired and disabled due to Gulf War illness. Not only is Bob ill, but his entire immediate family is affected as they all suffer from mycoplasma fermentants and cognitus. During the air campaign, uh, we targeted their chemical, biological, and nuclear facilities, so we were exposed to chemicals, biologicals, nuclear radiation from in the form of uh, depleted uranium and also direct uh, enriched uranium or EU from those nuclear facilities that were uh, bombed and targeted. And uh, Many of the uh, coalition, especially uh, guys on the front line, uh, such as uh, 
my unit and others like us uh, were in the area of exposure from the fallout of, of the coalition bombings. And although this information became widely known uh, as early as 1994, uh, through testimony and uh, release of GAO reports that showed that the uh, meteorological data supported the fact that the uh, downwind plume or fallout from from the bombings drifted over a large number of the troops that were forward positioned. The U.S. military personnel during Gulf War I, just like during the Balkans and in Gulf War II now, were not adequately protected from all of the exposures they had. We know from firsthand experience that the M40 series mass, as confirmed by the United States General Accounting Office, is defective. We know that at least when you move your head, we know that they, none of those, either the M17 series, the M40 series, provides protection against toxic industrial chemicals. Now, were they adequately protected? Absolutely not. Was my team adequately protected? Absolutely not. We were all the, wore the respirators, and we got sick. Now, what happened? What we confirmed and what we saw during Gulf War One, and when I was did the research as director of the depleted uranium project. That DU round comes down and it breaks up. We have the spalling, then we have the fire. And we create uranium oxides of different types. Some in the ball game, the size of cigarette ash and marbles on down to 0.1 micron. This has always been known. When I talk to senior Manhattan Project scientists that were experts in particle physicists, they said, hey, we knew uranium on when it breaks up like this was going to be down in the 0 0.1, 0 0.2 micron range. No doubt about it. The gas mass, the respiratory protection issued to the troops, there's no way it can protect against inhalation. Well, that's what happened to myself and my team. We wore the respiratory protection during Gulf War One, inhaled it, and got sick. We wore the respiratory protection when we were doing the depleted uranium project research in Nevada test site. U.S. Department of Energy approved respirators. And we could smell and taste the uranium through the filters. During our time over there, we started seeing uh, individuals become ill with uh, various symptoms uh, ranging from uh, rashes all over their bodies or certain areas of their bodies to having uh, chronic explosive diarrhea, which in some cases was heavy bleeding accompanied with that. Uh, we had uh, 
and I can speak for myself on this as well, uh, excruciating headaches, um, the bones and the joints started aching, and there were night sweats, and, uh, you know, things only became worse as time progressed. And um, my unit in particular was deactivated after our return back to Germany in May of 1991. Some of the other uh, individuals started showing up with uh, other diseases, uh, which included uh, several types of cancers and uh, and the, uh, the neurological problems that many of us suffer from and uh, degenerative joint bone disease, spine disease, um, and other manifestations of illnesses that were at that time still unexplained that caused them to uh, no longer be able to perform their duties as a soldier as they had for so many years. And uh, some of us that uh, conceived children after the war, and I know of uh, at least two individuals where uh, their children were born perfectly healthy according to the hospital, and within six months after their return, uh, their heart literally exploded in their chest. In the civilian population in southern Iraq, the Iraqi doctors are reporting very large increases in cancer, leukemia, diabetes, immune system disorders, 
and of course birth defects in the newborn. The babies are born without a brain, without eyes, without legs, or without arms. Sometimes the baby is born with a cyclops eye, just one eye in the forehead. And each year, these birth defects are more and more severe. Pediatricians now in Southern Rock are reporting that some babies are born without heads or arms. They're just pieces of flesh. Because Iraq is in an arid region with severe dust storms annually, this remobilizes the depleted uranium on the ground and on the battlefield. And so the civilian population will continue to be exposed to increasing levels of DU internally. The severity of the birth defects and radiation-related diseases will increase over time. In fact, depleted uranium is a death sentence. Individuals are depleted uranium casualties, whether they're civilians, or combatants. Doesn't matter where they were, whether they were exposed during manufacturing processes, testing processes, or combat use. One of the things that we're starting to see, we saw the respiratory problems right off the bat. That was predicted by the growth memorandum, totally confirmed by my own physicians and totally documented by VA medical records. Then we saw the rashes. Well, what we're having is we're having the particular irritation damage. We have the chemical toxicity damage. And then we have the radiological damage, which is the result of the cancers and the tumors. All of the birth defects. The absolute confirmed chromosomal aberrations from the ionizing radiation damage to the cells and the tissues neurological problems, rashes, cataracts, kidney problems. Your life is messed up. As said in the Groves Memorandum, it's going to cause all these health problems and there is no medical care and treatment. You can't reverse radiation exposure damage to the body. This represents a depleted uranium particle. The styrofoam ball in the center is millions of atoms of uranium, and the toothpicks are the tracks of the alpha particles that are released from the uranium nucleus. When these pass through the cell, they release tremendous amounts of energy which cause the cell processes, enzymes, and 
hormones to malfunction. When there are billions of these distributed throughout a body, they cause diseases in many ways. And that's why Gulf War Syndrome is the complex system of diseases caused by malfunctioning of that make life possible. Some of the soldiers were losing their mind. Dennis Kine served in the U.S. Army until 2003 with the rank of Specialist C4. A graduate of the Nuclear, Biological, and Chemical School, today he serves as a veteran's advocate. Kine also graduated magna cum laude from San Jose State University. We bombed on January 17th. We started bombing. We bombed for 45 days. And after 45 days, February 28th, we started a ground invasion, which is said to be the most victorious military operation ever in the history of mankind. Well, it wasn't victorious. We got sick immediately. On March 1st, Lieutenant Colonel Zian issued a memorandum that stated specifically, we better have somebody advocate for the use of this weaponry, otherwise the environmentalists might get upset. On March 3rd, they called a ceasefire. So from the date Lieutenant Colonel Zian's memorandum was issued, two days later, they called a ceasefire on March 3rd, 1991. And on March 8th, another memorandum was issued saying all soldiers in this area should be protected by wearing their safety clothing. So in one week's time, they had two memorandums in the ceasefire that pretty much indicated why all the soldiers were sick. If the American people could only wake up and see what is happening, you know, this is a tragedy. You know, we're not the first victims uh, of, of war. Uh, in many cases, our wounds are, are, are invisible. You know, we carry them inside of us. And it's only through specialty testing and specialty diagnostic testing that you can isolate and find these particular uh, mechanisms involved, whether they be chemical, biological, uh, nuclear, uh, or, or other agents that would cause what has become known as Gulf War illness, Gulf War syndrome, Persian Gulf illness. Uh, there's no such thing as a syndrome. Uh, this is an overlapping uh, combination of, of, of toxic and other exposures that were varied from individual to individual depending on where they were at, what they were exposed to, and how long and the duration of their exposures. In a cubic meter of air, there are one billion particles, a tenth of a micron in diameter. An ordinary man breathes 28 cubic meters of air a day. And for that reason, our soldiers, internally contaminated to depleted uranium, have billions of particles of depleted uranium distributed throughout their bodies. DU can be found in all parts of the body. It has been reported in the bladder, in the semen, 
in the bone marrow, in the lungs, um, and the brain. Because of the contamination of the semen from the depleted uranium particles, soldiers returning internally contaminate their wives and their partners. It wasn't so much my illness, but my family was also ill, and they required medical attention and medical treatment, real medical treatment. I retired in June of last year, June 2003. As soon as I retired, my my family was completely dropped from the military medical system. In other words, we were enrolled at the Womack family practice and uh, as soon as I retired, we were dropped like a hot potato. And although I begged and pleaded, uh, they would not let my family re-enroll back into the Womack family practice. So in essence, my wife was completely cut off from all the medications and all the treatment that she had received for the past seven years that dealt extensively, but she was also a victim of these exposures that I brought home from the Gulf War, from my equipment and from my personal exposure, as I alluded to earlier, uh, from personal bodily contact. And, uh, and that, to me, is the greatest travesty. I just can't imagine how a nation, not only will they take care of their veterans that have returned from war, but you have innocent family members and loved ones that never put their hand up and swore allegiance to fight and defend the Constitution of the United States. And they get kicked to the curb and nobody cares. When you get these health effects, you have to prove the United States Department of Veteran Affairs that you were exposed. And then you have to prove that the health effects that you're seeing were caused by the exposures you have. But it's very difficult to do when the medical records have been destroyed, the personnel files have been missing or destroyed. And when you've got senior Department of Defense officials continue to state well, none of these guys are sick. None of these guys are dead. Watch you ask Sue Reardon someday about Terry. Watch you ask Sue Sitton someday about John. Or Frank Sully. Mr. Kiefer ask his granddaughter why she'll never enjoy her grandfather and look at the Iraqi women and children and men ask the question yourself is winning a battle to contaminate air, water, soil and food worth the life of your son and daughter? Is it worth the life of a child? 
not just those that are alive, but those that are going to be exposed because the contamination remains there for eternity. It's real simple. I was tasked to clean up the uranium munitions by name, by order, during Gulf War One. I was assigned as the depleted uranium project director. I did the research. I prepared the programs. I wrote the regulations for management. I wrote the procedures for management. And I got sick because I served my nation, and I was discarded. I was abandoned. Depleted uranium weapons are designed not only to kill the enemy, devastate the civilian population for generations to come, but DU weapons also destroy the environment and damage the economy. In 1996, the United Nations passed a resolution that made DU illegal under international law. In order to protect themselves and continue the illegal usage of depleted uranium, the United States government has co-opted the International Criminal Court, thus protecting certain individuals from war crimes charges. Unbeknownst to most U.S. citizens and unreported in the U.S. media was the International Criminal Tribunal for Afghanistan held at Tokyo, Japan, December 15th of 2002. Those meetings lasted for over a year. The initial complaint presented for the tribunal charges George Bush with 31 counts of war crimes violations of the Geneva Conventions and other crimes against peace in the war on Afghanistan. In addition to the original 31 war crime charges against George Bush, the judges and tribunal recommended two additional charges. Number one, Bush knowingly used depleted uranium on the battlefield against his own troops. And number two, that it was in fact a crime against the environment. United States Army, USAMRIC, Fort Detrick, Maryland, sold and provided 
chemical and biological emissions and the anthrax spores to Iraq. That's totally confirmed in the Regional Commission report written by James Toon in the subject of a made-for-TV movie called Thanks for a Grateful Nation that starred Ted Danson and Mark Elgenberger. The United States has a long-standing involvement in the sale of weapons to third-world countries. Donald Rumsfeld, a private citizen, met with Saddam Hussein as a political envoy of the Reagan administration on December 20th of 1983. It is a little-known fact that he was also president and CEO of the G.D. Searle Pharmaceutical Company. According to Howard Teicher, author of Twin Pillars to Desert Storm, he and Rumsfeld traveled to Baghdad on December 17th in order to lay the groundwork for the presumption of full diplomatic relations between the United States and Iraq. Prior to that time, Iraq was on the known list of terrorist countries. Iraq invaded Iran in September of 1980. It is important to note that the ban on the sale of weapons was enforced until 1982 when it was lifted with the strong objections from Congress. The U.S. began the transfer of helicopters to Iraq in December of 1982. In 1983, Banco Nacional de Lavoro of Italy and its branch in Atlanta began to funnel $5 billion in unreported loans to Iraq with the blessing and official approval of the U.S. government. The Reagan administration began secretly allowing Jordan, Saudi Arabia, Kuwait, and Egypt to transfer United States weapons, including howitzers, UA helicopters, and bombs to Iraq. These shipments violated the Arms Export Control Act. From 1985 through 1989, the Department of Commerce licensed 70 biological exports to Iraq, including approximately 21 batches of lethal strains of anthrax, shipments of weapons-grade Clostridium botulinum, and West Nile fever virus. In April of 1988, the Department of Commerce approved the shipment of chemicals used in the manufacture of mustard gas. The U.S., with the approval of the CDC and the Department of Commerce, armed Iraq illegally from 1985 through 1989. We knew from the fact that Iraq had got chemical and biological weapons from the United States and used them on Iraqi Kurds and on the Iranians. Uh, that they didn't have in their possession, they would probably use them. We knew that all the toxic industrial chemicals that we use in the military, when we move the military going to combat, were gonna affect everybody. We knew that uh, all of the other weapon systems we had have a horrible health and environmental effect on the battlefield. That's history. 
And with all the background all of us had, both within the military and within academia, it was very easy for us to understand and predict what was going to happen. During the period of 1990 and 1991, we made a conscious decision. And this decision was a decision made between General Powell, General Schwarzkopf, General Horner, and Secretary Cheney to blow up Iraq's chemical and biological stockpiles in place. We also decided to blow up their nuclear reactors in place. This is all confirmed in Schwarzkopf's autobiography, It Doesn't Take a Hero, on page 390. If somebody wants to look, you can go find out for yourself. At that time, we warned everybody that these exposures, downwind exposures, were going to have a disastrous effect on U.S. military personnel, on coalition personnel, on Iraqi personnel, and on the civilians and non-combatants in the region. That warning was ignored. The average military person had no knowledge that the United States was secretly and illegally continuing to sell weapons of mass destruction to Iraq just prior to Operation Desert Shield and Desert Storm. It is important to note that these biological materials were not attenuated or weakened and were capable of reproduction, thus illustrating these biological agents were not for research but for the purpose of weaponization. Not even the military medical personnel tasked with treating the wounded on the battlefield had any training regarding a biological or chemical casualty. According to Senate Report 103-900, by the time of the invasion of Kuwait, Iraq had developed biological weapons. The Regal Report states that Iraq's biological warfare program was the most advanced in the Arab world. There is substantial evidence to suggest that the Iraqi military used the Soviet doctrine of multiple chemicals and multiple biologicals against our troops. WGHE Radio presents Hot Damn Politics. O queen of the two lands, Nefertiti, Egypt cries out for your help. The menacing Hyksos have invaded the minds of your people and have set up their own capital at BTR. For BTR, they have disrupted many of our communication routes. We must stop their conquest before it is too late. Here at WGAG Radio, we are safe from immediate attack. Although the Hyksos have the gall to demand tribute, we may need to supply troops and arms to our compatriots to the north to help repel the Hyksos incursion. They will look to you, almighty Nefertiti, for support. But now, we too have a new weapon. Our wise military leaders have become proficient in the use of the dreaded sounds of Nuwapu, and we shall turn it back upon our enemies and drive them before us. 
if only our trouble was limited to the north. Reports from our southern border show that the black devils are once again taking advantage and distracting the minds of your people. And if the Nuwapians are to emerge intact from these turbulent times, much will be required of you. Your mission, if you choose to accept it, is to break the spell of ignorance with Nuwapu. As always, if you are a member of the Brain Trust's caught or kill, WGAG will disavow any knowledge of your actions. This tape is self-destruct in five seconds. Good luck, Nefertiti.
please welcome the Brain Trust, the Brain Trust. Brain trust, the brain trust. happening everybody in the building for another episode of Hot Damn Politics. It's your girl Nefertiti Survivor, the game in the building. How y'all feeling tonight? I'm talking fast, so hopefully this show can go fast. <laughs> right? If you talk fast, it might roll through fast, right? It's good to see everybody in the building tonight. I hope everybody's doing well, because they'd much rather have you not doing well, so doing your best, right? Keeping your mind positive in these times with everybody they're trying to keep everybody depressed and fucked up and everything in between. But stay high, baby. Don't let your continents drop because that's what they want because you'd be taken over. You can succumb to all these world's ills that they got going on out here. Don't get suckered in. Don't get fucked up out here in these streets. It's good to see everybody in here tonight because you can be doing anything and anyone, but you're here tonight, so that means a lot. I appreciate it. You're rocking with the best, WG. And that's how we do these things. 
I'm going to say what's up to everybody that's on the call line. I see you, what's happening with you. I appreciate you that you tuned in. You put in your phone. Hit them buttons. Tuned in live. Everybody that's in the after party that's packed in like Mexicans trying to get off the border, across the border that was in a 18 rigger with no fucking conditioning or whatever the fuck. (laughs) Well, you know, whatever. You get it. Right? Would you hear, man? I appreciate it. That shit ain't really that funny. That's kind of fucked up. You know, I don't know. Hey, motherfuckers take chances every day. Every day. People taking penitentiary chances. People taking their life chances. People taking pregnancy chances. People taking drug overdose chances. Motherfuckers taking chances every single day. So, yeah. That's just, hey. You get killed walking a dummy, you know, as one person said a long time ago. All right, we'll say what's up, everybody that's in the chat room. Young Taekwondo's in the building. What's happening with you? What's up, J1? J1 is in the building. Fuyo Shun is in the building. What's going on with you, Raymond Ricks? What's happening? I saw, I saw you say you was going through some things with your wife, man. That's the part of life. Go through shit, you know what I'm saying, when you choose to partner with somebody is going it's going to be like that so let's see hopefully you endure right tough niggas endure bitch niggas run so stand tall all right that's what it's about um sister Zena's in the building what's happening with you Zena? doobie rock week nine what's up zamo wahoo bat zamo miss hudson is in the building what's going on with you miss hudson ethereum forever what's going on with ethereum Good to see you. Good to see you. Essentials. Essentials X is in the building. He get in with us tonight in the after party. What's happening? What's happening? It's good to see you, Essentials. Doc Mechanic. What's up, she Doc? Doc Mechanic. Uh, C9 Him is in the building. What's going on? Baruji. What up, Baruji? Baruji L. And my girl, Ariska Gall. Ariska Gall wakes the dead to consume the living. What's happening with you, Arish? You, hey, that's what's up, man. Keep going. Keep going. Uh, Mr. Ricks, that's what it's about. 16 countries and growing and keep going. If you keep going, it'll keep growing. That what you put your focus on only grows. I have to tell myself this shit every single day. Where I put my focus in, that's what grows. And it don't matter if it's negative or positive. Understand that. That's how powerful the mind is. It don't give a fuck what you plant in it. It will grow. So be real, real um conscious of what you're planting. You understand what I'm saying? Be real conscious of what you're planting in your mind because your mind is that powerful. I mean, I'm, you know what I'm saying? I've been doing a lot of motherfucking shit. I've been doing a lot of mind work. You understand what I'm saying? Every single day I do. I understand. I'm, I'm, I know what I started doing, niggas. I learn. I am learning how to put myself under hypnotic, under a hypnosis, self-hypnosis. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> I'll tell you about that a little bit later. What's happening? What's going on, Don? Don DeColeon, man, the baddest bitch in El Cologne just popped up in here. What's happening with you, Don? Great day to Don DeColeon. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Here, here. Here, here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're welcome. Yep. So, that's what it is, man. 
confidence in all things that you do, you know, all things that you do, baby. That's what it's about, okay? It's balancing all things. Right? It's a supreme balancement. So that's what it is. Uh, but, yeah, man, I've been putting myself under uh, self-hypnosis, you understand, understanding how to um, control my um, – I've been doing a lot of exercises, learning how to control um, my mind, to slow it down. Um, I don't know how anybody else's mind works, but my shit moves a thousand miles a minute. You know what I'm saying? It's like I I, I have a lot of um, a lot of thoughts, and you have to be able to control your thoughts. You know what I'm saying? You got to be able to control it. So I had to put myself under a my own hypnosis, right, to be able to um, slow this shit down and to get to an alpha state, you know what I'm saying, understanding because we have so much artificial, artificial frequencies around us, whether we like it or not, you know, that's the reality, understand that you got a lot of artificial frequencies, you know, we got computers, we got tech, so it's a whole bunch um, of artificial shit around us, so you got to really know how to control your own frequencies. You know what I'm saying? So I, I've been taking a lot of time on that shit, Miss Hudson, to to really understand that and learn that, get my shit to an alpha state, so I can actually put in the type of seeds that I want. You know what I'm saying? Because if you fuck around, you watch shit, you listen to people. You know, it's, it's subliminal shit out here. All that, okay? All those things are, are are around you at all times. So you got to continue to do the work. You got to continue to do the mind work. That's all I give a fuck about. I don't give, I don't give a shit about none of this other shit out here. I don't, care, I don't give a fuck about abortion rights. I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. I don't give a fuck about R. Kelly. I don't give a fuck about none of that. I don't give a fuck about Griselda. I don't give a fuck about none of that. <laughs> I, I don't. The only thing I care about is my mind. Because if my mind is right, all things are possible. All things can be done if my mind is right. You understand me? If I can con- keep full control, full control, all right? You understand that you got some outside forces that are seeking to penetrate your mind. Okay? Even motherfuckers that surround you, whether they claim to be fan, foe, family, they seek to penetrate your mind with the little subtlest of all things they say and or do. So understand that you got to keep your mind fortified. You got to do the fucking work. It's the hardest work you'll ever do is to be able to control your mind. And this is why I don't nobody want to do that shit. People pretend they be doing that work. But they don't be doing that motherfucking work. A lot of people just run their fucking mouth. They don't want to really do that work. You see that shit? Uh, look at these fools on social media. Be talking all that shit. These motherfuckers don't work on their mind. They don't, they don't want to. Absolutely. 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 They don't want to. Why? 
People like they they like that fucked upness, really. They won't admit it, but they like it. They like their negativity. They like they they love their their um their insecurities. They they love to try to smack another nigga down that's that's doing shit that they don't dare to do. They get off on that shit. Understand that. So always work on your mind. You know what I'm saying? They don't want to do that mirror work. I started to understand the the, uh, the real meaning of doing mirror work. You know what I'm saying? The real mirror work, which is you. Or understanding how you can transmutate what you see in the mirror. The thoughts, it's the same thing. It's a mirror. It's all mirror. It's all mirror work. You understand me? So... Let's get into it tonight, man. Let's get into these things tonight. We got a bunch of stuff to build on, man. I got um, Behold the Pale Horse. I didn't get into it last week, but we'll definitely um, get into it on this Wednesday night. Gave you um, a documentary about, um, that's a, about a two-hour documentary on germs, vaccines and all chemical warfare, biological warfare, because it's still going on to this day. And the the um money laundering that goes on within the United States is happening right now with Ukraine. It's happening right now. Okay? But I'm gonna talk I'm gonna give you some other shit that they got going on right now. You understand me what what really happened out here? Okay. There was a drug lab bus, a bus of dope. It was when I say bus, I mean B-U-S-T, not B-U-S. A bus at a NATO nuclear base, y'all. A drug lab bus. I don't know who told, who did what, or whatever the case may be, but they busted a lab that was in full operations in Belgium. Understand? They just got finished coming from that G7 over there. They just got they just came over there with that uh, G7 the other day. Cause understand they this chemical warfare that they dropping on people it is just the beginning. 2019 was just the beginning. Matter of fact, this that that shit that they had out there been around since actually 2017. It really took hold in 2018. A lot of people don't know that. It was a lot of motherfuckers getting sick in 2018 when unknown, um, mysterious flu-type shit. If you, I remember during the football season, um, the New England Patriots and the Oakland Raiders at the time was playing in Europe. Their whole New England, half of their whole team got sick. They could not fly on the same fucking plane. Uh-huh. Okay? They couldn't. They couldn't fly. They had to fly separately. Players was losing 18 pounds. It was reported that players was losing 18 pounds. But more importantly, like I said, they got caught in Belgium um, with, with, with drugs is just that they caught. It says the clean, it said Belgian law enforcement has busted an illegal drug lab located on the NATO premises airbase in north in northeast country of Limburg, the police. Um, reported the facility was discovered last Wednesday, authorities explained, adding to the neighboring house adjacent to the installation's premises was involved in the operations as well. 
The lab had been manufacturing synthetic drugs, MDMA, otherwise known as ecstasy. Right? <laughs> other than ecstasy. Two suspects um, have, uh, who are military personnel was arrested during the drug raid. But they have subsequently been released on on uncertain conditions. Yeah, see, some people, somebody was doing some work they wasn't supposed to do. Okay, yes, we don't shoot. They got a lot of that shit coming out. Like I said, it's a ten year plan. It's a ten year, fifteen year plan. Back to back to back to back, and they're getting ready to hit these motherfuckers up again. The American government just bought a hundred and fifty. Million more doses of that new shit that Pfizer got for these fools out here who's still fucking around with this stuff. $3.2 billion worth of shots coming for the fall for these people. New shit, Baruji, for real. New shit. <laughs> new shit. That's what happened. They got, it's coming. All right? Uh oh, what I do? Uh oh. Okay. What you got for me there? What up? Uh, I'm gonna check that out, Sweet Ocean. I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna get to it in a minute. I see you sent me something. I'm gonna check that. I'm gonna check it out. That's on Instagram. You shot me that on Instagram, right? Is that on Instagram? I think I can still I, I can still get it through um Facebook though. Okay, I'm gonna check it out. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So, because they really, like I said, they want to decimate people's immune system if you allow them to. This is what it is. They're gonna decimate it. They're getting rid of the weak motherfuckers. They're getting rid of. The, they're getting rid of. This is what they want to do. <laughs> Your boy just bought hella more farmland. That's what they got going on. But let me tell you what, because you understand, not only, not only. Are they getting ready to uh, shoot all this shit all across these countries? But understand that the U.S. has been giving Ukraine chemical weapons, too. This is why I played that chemical shit, because they've been giving them chemical weapons. Do you know how many fucking biologs, do you know how many laboratories, American fucking laboratories with chemical shit is in Ukraine? Over 20 labs. See, this is what they ain't going to tell you. This is the shit they're not going to tell you. Over 20 labs. Yes, Ms. Hudson, 20. All under American control. That ain't by chance. Understand that this country was Ukraine a couple years ago and been known since the breakoff of the Soviet Union is one of the most corrupt countries in the world. Everybody taking, um, taking money backdoor deals, all kind of shit like that. Understand what they just gave. Do you understand how, how well, regardless of what happened, whatever the fuck they got going on with this staged event they got going on or whatever the hell Putin and them trying to do, whatever you want to call it, do you understand how much how much weaponry they just gave them? This shit is a repeat of the Gulf War. It's just it's the repeat. How you, there's a storm, all that shit that they've been doing out there, all them chemical weapons that they've been throwing out there. You know what I'm saying? That they're going to say that then they're going to try I'm telling you right now, chemical weapons is about to be busted out over there, and they're going to try to say Russia did it to get that shit in a full-fledged, full-fledged war. All right? You understand what I'm saying? 
This is how much they've given to them. It says U.S. continues to send weapons. As of right now, they're giving over $5 billion worth of weaponry. That's just weaponry. And there's no accountability for it. There's no accountability for the fucking weapons. Who got what? Who was it going to? Who the fuck are the armed forces in fucking Ukraine? Ukraine ain't got no motherfucking military. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying, y'all? They don't have no motherfucking military. They got mercenaries. And understand, they gave it to a country that has an overwhelmingly large Nazi population. Yes. Okay. <laughs> oh, it's a snip of them, of them talking about blockchain. Okay, I'm going to check it out. Okay, I'm, I'm going to check it out in a minute. We'll get to it. Okay. What up, Ray? Mason, Remy, Senate? Oh, oh, for sure. I mean, they got to. That's just, that's how it is. Because the latest says they're going to give them some whoops or whatever the fuck that is. But that's what they got going on over there. Okay, drug lab bust. They just came over. You understand? Well, where was G5? Where was the G7 hell? Where the fuck was the G7 hell? Okay. I think, where was G7? Was it in Germany? Belgium is right next door. It says the Queen Bragan Air Base is believed to house a stockpile. Check it out, y'all. Where this lab was busted, this drug lab. Check this shit out. When this drug um, drug lab was busted, there is a stockpile of U.S. atomic weapons under the same NATO nuclear sharing program on that same base. The facility has reportedly been a target of anti-nuclear and anti-war protests. Fuck all that. That's what they're doing. That's what that shit is over there. That's what they got going on. Okay. Um, I got this for you too. Hold on. All right. How many of you cats on TikTok? How many of y'all fuck with that TikTok shit? And don't lie. How many of y'all fuck with that TikTok? Well, we know it's owned, it's owned by China, right? It's owned by China. Trump tried to ban TikTok. He tried to ban it, and they got mad. There was a reason why that he was trying to ban TikTok. Everybody and their mama knew that TikTok is actually a tool made to fuck up the mind of the youth, the continuation of the deterioration of a nation and of the minds. It's done even more than that, all right? They're literally having, they have things called TikTok seizures. Mm-hmm. Right? Do you know that suicides amongst t- um, youngsters have gone up? Heavy TikTok users. Okay? Heavy TikTok. That the shit that is that that it does to the mind, 
TikTok is a a platform that plays 10-second clips. And, and, and people who fuck with that, they play it over and over and over and over and over and over. It fucks up the cognitive, you know what I'm saying, the cognitive mind. China knew what the fuck they was doing. They knew exactly what they was doing. Fucking up their minds. Uh, my bad. Hold on one second. Uh, hold on one second. Okay. <clears throat> Look, so men and women's brains work differently. Young women who spend a heavy amount of time on TikTok have literally created a tick. They 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 have a nervous tick. It's making them like, um, what's that shit called? Um. Asperger's, Asperger's and uh, Tourette's. Look this shit up. They're creating, they're getting Tourette's syndrome as a result of heavy TikTok usage. Again, China knows exactly what the fuck they're doing. You know why? China don't fucking have this version of TikTok in their country. They don't have this version of TikTok in their country. Did you know that? The shit that they peddling to your children and shit like that. Because if you're in a, if you if if you're of age and you understand what the hell's going on, shit like that really shouldn't be able to affect you. But when you when you are young, TikTok is is geared was was uh, first originally targeted for children eight. Now, you know, 10, 10 through six, ten through 18. Okay? You understand what I'm saying? That's who it was geared to. But again, China don't allow this type of TikTok in their country. They have a totally different version of TikTok than what's being peddled to your children. Okay? Not to mention the data harvesting that goes on. All right. But do you know the kind of shit they, they give their people over there? Okay. You understand what they do? They are only allowed in their country to use TikTok for academic achievements to to celebrate to celebrate greatness. That's the only way they can use TikTok in their country. Yes, Ms. Hudson. They can own, TikTok in, in China, they have a limited amount of time they can be on it, and they only can celebrate educational achievement on their TikTok. While they got your stupid-ass children doing dances, challenges, fucking stupid shit, uh, because they control it, they 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 because they can they can they control the internet, newbie. That's how they regulate it because they control the fucking internet. So anything that they um deem uh unworthy, they 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 got people sitting there. They got you know what I'm saying. They got people who monitor it. So they'll shut your account down like that if you're doing shit that they don't um approve of on that on that um app. You know what I'm saying? 
they got American children learning about whatever the fuck sexuality shit while their children are learning about rocket science. Yeah, they did, um, Bruce. Yeah, that that TikTok is a Chinese um, creation. But since business owners are so thirsty, they sold a piece of it to um, ByteDance, which is an American company, to try to pass that off as if it would have security um, privacy, and it doesn't. Okay? And they know that shit. Check this out. I want y'all to hear this. Life's been hard. <laughs> Take this come with us. Emotional damage. Emotional damage. The reason that women live longer, Mark, let me tell you, it is because we are stronger yeah. and we are happier at the end of the day than most men. And that is factual and you know it. When, when men are married to women who scream like you, they just want to die sooner. Hold on, that's not the right one. <laughs> Hold on, that's not the one. I'm trying to get the one where we talk about the emotional damage of TikTok. But what it, what it did was, it is idiocracy, literally. How many of y'all watch Idiocracy? I remember I, I told Don about that movie some years ago. This is truly idiocracy. You got people doing... Uh, Challenges like pass out challenge, kick you in the nuts challenge. Uh, how much can you eat? Stupid shit. This is what they got going on. Just <laughs> sack tap. Hey, newbie man, I I've seen it all, man. I've seen it all. I've seen it all. I just think a whole bunch of motherfuckers need to put it down. Put social media the fuck down. When I went on this motherfucker today, all and it's affected niggas the worst. I'm just gonna put that out there. I'm this is just my observation. Social media has fucked niggas up for the worst. I'm just I'm just gonna say that. I don't care what nobody thinks about that. It's fucked them up for the worse. For the worse. For the worsesses. The shit that they out here talking about, complaining about, that's what it used to be, newbie. That's what it used to be. That's what I use it for. That's what I use it for. I ain't got time, man. I just use it to, to, to flip a dollar on. You know what I'm saying? That's it and that's all. What's that? What is that? Okay. You know what I'm saying? And they know exactly what they're doing. They know it's the it's the controlling of, of, of the people. I like what Tucker Carlson had to say. I'm going to play this clip of what Tucker Carlson said the other day. <clears throat> but the before I get into that, but the FCC did call. The FCC commissioner calls on big um, store apps like Google and Apple now to ban TikTok. 
it's going to be hard to ban it. They're asking, the government's asking for um, them to ban it. It's going to be hard to ban it. These people so addicted to this shit, they're going to cry foul. You get rid of their TikTok. You get rid of their shit, these people going to cry foul, and they're going to cry that their freedoms is being taken away. Stupid shit like this. Okay? This is what they're going to do. Since the Federal Trade um, communi- um, Communication Commission is calling on Google and Apple to ban TikTok in a bid to stop Chinese-owned companies from accessing swaps of data. Brendan Carr, commissioner of the SEC, posted on Twitter urging that the tech giant to remove the video-sharing platform from its app stores for the pattern of superstitious data practices, whatever the fuck that means, right? Carr included a letter to Google CEO, Sunder, whatever, and Tim Cook to express TikTok needs to be removed. Citing a, um, a report last week that shed fresh light on the serious national security threats posed by TikTok. It said it is giving the tech giants until July the 8th to remove TikTok or explain why they chose not to comply. Mm. Well, it's, I mean, it's a mind-bending, mind-altering fucking app, man. It's a fucking retardation app. <laughs> it's, a fucking re- it's a retardation fucking app. Okay? That's what it is. What up, several guys? Ain't seen you in a minute. What's happening, SG? Good to see you in the building tonight. That's what that shit is. Man, what else? <laughs> That's the shit they got going on. Hold on, I got this for you. Before we get into it. Hold on. Oh. But that's what they got going on. I'm glad they're trying to get rid of it. I don't think they're really going to be able to do it. I really don't. You know, because uh, people, uh, they're addicted to this shit. You know? That's what's happening. It says Trump is strictly a nationalist and knew the deal with TikTok. But he knew the deal with TikTok because it was it's harmful. You know, but people like shit that's harmful for him anyway. I guess that's the thrill-seeking and drilling side of people. Mm-hmm. All right. That's what's up, SG. It's good to see you, right? It's good to see you in here. But let me give you this. We've been talking about, I told you, do you know they're getting ready to drop this new round of, the, of these shots? Well, do you know over 400 cases in FIFA alone, you know, FIFA, the, the major soccer uh, league over there, over 400 cases of athletes collapsing, collapsing with heart attacks. And that's, in, that's just in Europe and, and the FIFA soccer. Over 400 cases of them falling out. That shit's starting to hit in America. Four football players, notably, that I know have recently passed. I already told you about um, the dude from Denver. I forget his name right now. I can't think of his name. Um, but this one just recently happened, um, brother named Jaylon Ferguson. I remember Jaylon Ferguson, 26 years old. Okay. Passed away the other day. They're trying to say of natural causes and all that shit. He ain't had no, um, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about him. That's Jay Young, that's Jayon Ferguson, you know. Yeah, they tried to, you know, hey, 
they took John Stockton's season tickets away from his alma mater because he was talking that shit when he was telling the truth about all these motherfuckers dying out there, but they didn't um they didn't want to hear that shit. But you know, hey. But don't worry, you know your government just passed the bill, don't even trip. They got a new shit coming out, they just passed the bill because that's what we do on high damn politics. We talk what are these fools doing in Congress? What laws are they passing? What bills are they passing? Because why they got everybody stuck watching this fake ass dog and pony show called the commission uh January sixth commission, they out there passing bills. Uh football players, um a newbie. Um, a couple of basketball players who um had to retire, young people who fucked who who um who they paid to be quiet. I spoke on one a couple of months, maybe last sometime last year, a youngster who played for the Atlanta Hawks and he was told not to tell um, his story, but he, they call him on Twitch playing. All right, that's what they doing there, you know. Um, so that's what that's what happened with that one. But so wow, they got all these people. All right, wow, they got all these people watching uh, the commission, hoping that Trump go to jail and shit. <laughs> like they really, like they like they really gonna arrest that cat. People so gullible. People so fucking stupid. Do you, you think they really gonna arrest him? Do you think they really gonna? Do you think they? Do you think they really gonna put him on trial? I don't think so. Okay, I don't think so. But this is the shit that they passing though. While everybody sleeping, sleepwalking, the House passes a bill to create a health agency focused on biomedical. Innovation, okay, because they got some new shit coming for that ass. That the government is sponsoring it. So the House bill passed on Wednesday. So this was last week. I was yeah, that was last Wednesday to create a new health agency centered to ex- on expediting biological medicines. You know what expediting, that means that they don't want no uh, due process. So the government created a governing, a new agency, y'all. Check this shit out. It created a new agency so they don't even have to go through the checks and balances of actually doing the thorough research to bring shit to the public. Okay, that's what they're doing. It says the legislation dubbed the Advanced Research Project Agency Health Act passed 336 to 85 with all no's coming from Republicans. So your lovely Democrats, your lovely love the people for the people Democrats, Past this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I talked about that already on uh, Sutra. Hold on one second. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Let me give y'all something. I had to do something real quick. Hold on. I got something coming in. Hold on. The most disrespected person in America is the black woman. The most unprotected woman, uh, person in America is the black woman. The most neglected person in America is the black woman.
the strong black woman is dead. On August 12, 1999, at 11.55 p.m., while struggling with the reality of being a human instead of a myth, the strong black woman passed away. Medical sources say she died of natural causes, but those who knew her know she died from being silent when she should have been screaming, milling when she should have been raging, from being sick and not wanting anyone to know because her pain might inconvenience them. She died from an overdose of other people clinging to her when she didn't even have energy for herself. She died from loving men who didn't love themselves and could only offer her a crippled reflection. She died from raising children alone and for not being able to do a complete job. She died from the lies her grandmother told her mother and her mother told her her about life, men, and racism. She died from being sexually abused as a child and having to take that truth everywhere she went every day of her life, exchanging the humiliation for guilt and back again. She died from being battered by someone who claimed to love her, and she allowed the battering to go on to show she loved him too. She died from asphyxiation, coughing up blood from secrets she kept trying to burn away instead of allowing herself the kind of nervous breakdown she was entitled to but only white girls could afford. She died from being responsible because she was the last wrong on the ladder and there was no one under her she could dump on. The strong black woman is dead. She died from multiple births of children she never really wanted but was forced to have by the strangling morality of those around her. She died from being a mother at 15 and a grandmother at 30 and an ancestor at 45. She died from being dragged down and set upon by unevolved women posing as sisters. She died from pretending the life that she was living was a Kodak moment instead of a 20th century. She died from tolerating Mr. Pitiful just to have a man and the house. She died from lack of orgasms because she never learned what made her body happy. And no one took the time to teach her. And sometimes when she found arms that was tender, she died because they belonged to the same gender. She died from sacrificing herself for everybody and everything when what she really wanted to do was to be a singer, a dancer, and some magnificent other. She died from lies of omission because she didn't want to bring the black man down. She died from race memories of being snatched and raped and snatched and sold and snatched and bred and snatched and whipped and snatched and worked to death. She died from tribute from her counterpart who should have been matching her effort instead of showering her with dead words and empty songs. She died from myths that would not allow her to show weakness without being chastised by the lazy and hazy. She, she died from her real feelings until they became hard and bitter enough to invade her womb and breast like angry tumors. She died from always lifting something from heavy boxes to refrigerators. The strong black woman is dead. She died from the punishments received from being honest about life, racism, and men. She died from being called a bitch for being verbal, a dyke for being assertive, and a whore for picking her own lovers. She died from never being enough of what men wanted or being too much for the men she wanted. She died from being too black and died again for not being black enough. She died from castration every time somebody thought of her as only a woman or treated her like less than a man. She died from being misinformed about her mind her body, and the extent of her royal capability. She died from knees pressed too close together because respect was never part of the foreplay that was being shoved at her. She died from loneliness in birthing rooms and aloneness in abortion centers. She died of shock in courtrooms where she sat alone, watching her children being legally lynched. She died in bathrooms with her veins bursting open with self-hatred and neglect. She died in her mind fighting life, racism, and men, where her body was carted away and stashed in a human warehouse 
house for the spiritually mutilated. And sometimes when she refused to die, when she refused to give in, she was killed by the lethal images of blonde hair, blue eyes, and flat butts. Rejected by the OJs, the Quincy's, and the Fortiers. Sometimes she was stomped to death by racism, sexism, executed by high-tech ignorance. While she carried the family in her belly, the community on her head, and the race on her back. The strong, silent, talking black woman is dead. Or is she still alive and kicking? The most disrespected person in America is the black woman. The most unprotected woman, a person in America is the black woman. The most neglected person in America is the black woman. And as Muslims, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad teaches us to respect our women and to protect our women. And the only time a Muslim really gets real violence is when someone goes to molest his woman. We will kill you for our woman. I'm, I'm making it plain. Yes. We will kill you for our woman.
traumatic physical injuries sustained can be sympathetically transmuted to the body of another, chosen by the caster, along with the pain of the injury, also referred to as human voodoo doll. Black Widow causes fatal hemorrhages by cordis, also referred to as Cali, Tara, Killer Vagina. Business. Ah. Damn it. <laughs> since I'm since I'm y'all here. I was waiting on that phone call. 
Didn't think it was going to come tonight. I was expecting it earlier today, but it came late. Big fucking contract, motherfuckers. You understand what I was saying? <laughs> Shit. You understand? Head of a, a unit, a medical director of a cardiac unit. Fuck what you heard. This is what I'm talking about. The mind, people. Whatever you can't will come. Do you understand what I'm saying? Do you understand what I'm saying? Do you feel me? Do you understand what the fuck I'm saying to you? Plant the fucking seeds. Plant the seeds. And it will grow. I've been working that thing for the last four months. You understand me? You never know who the fuck is looking. You never know. <laughs> I am. <laughs> it is. Oh, I'm sorry, Maruji. Motherfucker, yes, Maruji. Absolutely, man. Goddamn. Let's get forward with the show, baby. Still got to do the work, though, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? I still got, but it's. Getting the contract is beautiful, but then now comes times to do to do the work. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, man. Like everything you do, supposed to be an adventure. I don't give a fuck what it is. Everything should be an adventure. Should be, you know, I don't give a fuck if you're sitting in a lotus position. Make that shit an adventure. You understand what I'm saying? God damn, it's just, it's just okay. Advent. Oh, I like that. Advent. <laughs> An advent. Absolutely. Shit. Because otherwise you'll become, you let the work, all the other this shit will bog down on you. You know what I'm saying? It's because, you know what I'm saying? You got to be able to say that shit, like transmute this fucking shit. You know what I'm saying? Because it, 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 it'll be like a weight on you if, it, if you don't. If you don't turn it into what you want it to be, it will become a burden. You know what I'm saying? And so, because cause when you um, do shit you don't have it done, it, it's not easy, so to speak. But I think nothing worthwhile is very, so to speak, easy. It becomes easy once you understand it. Once you understand it. Flipping like, absolutely. That's why I always say, Baruji, like, our generation in particular, 70s children, we should be controlling Everything. Everything. I told um, Tony May from um, Tony um, from Memphis, said, nigga, our generation should be running all this shit because we came out of the era where we understood the game. We understand the streets. We understand commerce, nigga. The Moors are back. Well, the Moors ain't never left. They just reincarnate or they in the bloodline. You understand what I'm saying? Understanding this shit. That's all I be saying, man. But that's that's for another time. What up, Mr. Lowry? My man, Mr. Lowry just walked up in here. Yeah, I said, but now, but now, but now the games really begin. So, because now it's time to get busy. You know, just that's just one half of it. You need one half to continue to do the other half. You understand what I'm saying? But I wanted to play y'all. Now I'm up in here sweating and shit. <laughs> I'm in here sweating. 
Oh, let me drink some water. Because <laughs> everything I do, I treat it like sport. I treat everything. Every, all, everything is a game. I treat everything like a fucking game. It is a game. If I if I see it like a game, then I understand that. You know, what I mean, when I say game, you understand what I'm saying? Like it's it's a game. So that keeps me lighthearted. It keeps me light. You know what I'm saying? So I just play it like a game. It's like a it's like a friendly game of baseball. It's like hoops. It's like anything else. It's, all this shit is a game. Everything out here is a game. If you understand that it's a game, you won't be um, heavily affected by it. You know what I'm saying? This tree is like a fucking game. It's all games, baby. All games. Let me play this for you. Tucker Carlson said some shit the other day and got people in an uproar. That got people in an uproar. He said what he think now and this some conspiratorial shit but if you if you watch x files you watch all that shit that we that i you know i like to watch and you know other folks like to watch and shit like that and we understand how diabolical this government is and how world governments are and who people who don't really like people these motherfuckers want everybody up out of here let's call it what it you know they rather just have you know, them and them fo- their own folks to be able to restart, to re- repopulate this fucking planet. They they really do. This is what they really trying to do. I wouldn't put this past any government. But I want you to check out what he said because they talking about it, but they ain't. And I think they're not talking about it because inquiring minds might want to know. But just let, take a listen. I hope this is the right clip. Sometimes I don't be having the right clip, but I'm, I'm hoping this is good. Carlson, tonight we're coming to you all week from Brazil. You may not have noticed, we didn't actually, but Brazil is the head okay. in our hemisphere. They seem to be abetting it. What is that exactly? We're investigating all of it for a brand new documentary that we're making now. We'll have it for you soon. But one of the reasons that so few people in the United States notice that China is colonizing formerly independent countries so close to our shores is that we have, as they used to say, problems of our own here in the United States. And the Biden immediately understood. I'm trying to get to the part where he said they're going to fucking spike the goddamn um, water. This is where I want. He, he said that shit. I'm trying to find the exact clip. It's not screwed sure up. People older to act. As they scream, they shift the blame huh. from themselves. They play parking lot with groceries huh. you could afford without being shot to death by armed robbers. You imagined you could live in a country that resembled the place you grew up in where people spoke English and didn't throw trash out the window or smoke fentanyl on the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. But it turns out, Mr. and Mrs. America, you expected too much, and that's your fault. In Nigeria, all of this is normal. So stop whining and eat your bugs. Bloomberg News actually wrote a column on this. Their recommendation was, if you want to save money, let your dog die. Seriously. They really said that, and they meant it, too. But apparently you didn't get the message. You love your dog. So now they've gone further than that. Now they're telling you that you cannot have the one thing that most people want more than anything else, the one thing that biological instinct drives all of us to want, and that's children. The most reliable source of meaning and joy in human existence, a family, is now out of reach for the American middle class, and you should accept that is inevitable. In fact, you should embrace it. Our economy can no longer support your family. Sorry. Actually, that's wrong. They're not saying sorry. They wouldn't think of apologizing for that or anything else. 
What they want to do is force you to reset your unrealistic expectations. And that's what MSNBC did all this week. Well, that, that part is true. They are, they, they are setting people up. But, but they are setting people up for you to have less. They are, these media outlets are co- mentally conditioning people to understand that a lot of motherfuckers are about to go backwards. I heard this black broad, I heard this black broad on MSNBC. Matter of fact, let me find that goddamn clip. That's what I should have had clipped up for you. She told the listeners on MSNBC that don't worry if you can't eat three meals a day. You might just have to eat two. You just, you know, you probably only got to eat two. It's okay. Now, that might not sound like a lot. Because a lot of us do intermediate fasting anyway, like myself and others. I really only eat one meal a day. But that ain't the point. The point is, is that they're already psychologically trying to prime, primer people into knowing that you're going to be having less. Less amount of food. Least amount of energy. You understand me? All kind of shit. Go listen. I mean, we don't fuck with the news like that, but I stay abreast because I have to do this show. Because I do this show. And so I have to keep a little bit abreast of, abreast of what these motherfuckers out here talking about. And so they are mentally preparing people to go without, to be without. Understand that Jerome Powell, the head of the fucking Fed government, they did a stress test on the banks the other day. You know, you know what a stress test is, right? Like when you go to do an um, EKG and you got to go on the treadmill and they want to put that shit on you and see how your body handles stress, right? You know, see your heart rate, how how you know how many, you know, all that shit. You know what the EKG is, right? They do that to banks, meaning this, if you have a ton of people who default, can the bank stay afloat? Can you handle high levels of unemployment? That's something that they didn't even talk about, that they're not even talking about, that they're doing stress tests on the banks. Do you understand why they're doing stress tests on the banks right now? Do you understand why they're prepping these banks for that? It's because what they're about to do is... Tighten up the money supply, and they're going to force people to be laid off. This is how they're going to control inflation, people, with motherfuckers losing their jobs. Because if you lose your jobs, you have a limited amount of money, so therefore the demand on goods go down. This is their logic. This is their fucking logic. They said Larry Summers who was the former Secretary of Treasury under the Clinton administration and others, I think he served for Obama too, Larry Summers, said that they have to get the unemployment rate up to at least 10%. 
See how they play whole games with people out here? They don't even give a fuck. We need 10% unemployment, they said. Right now it's at 3.2, I think, or some shit like that. That's what the man said. And they ain't talking about that. They don't, they don't want that to be a topic of conversation because that's what they're getting ready to do. It's already happening in tech companies. Elon Musk is just is about to close his um, Silicon Valley Tesla plant. Those are jobs lost. Um, a couple of other the big tech companies just laid off like a thousand people apiece. It's already starting to happen. But you got to see now, motherfucker, in here who walking around. He's so damn stupid. He's so damn stupid that he got caught holding the card. That said, literally what to do, walk into a room, wave at the people, shake the man's hand to your right. <laughs> this thing is a straight meat suit. <laughs> this is right in the fucking meat suit. Okay. Oh, man. This thing had a cue card. That said, walk into the room, wave, shake the man's hand to your right, and sit down. What are they pumping him for? What 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 kind of drugs is he on to be able to walk to and fro? That shit you say, shit like that is what you say to a, a mentally incompetent and handicapped individual. You, he do shuffle. That lets you know that uh, onset of uh, Alzheimer's or dementia is kicking in, Aristocol. He he walks with a shuffle. He shuffles his he he slides his feet. He does not walk. You know what I'm saying? He yeah he on the strip. Mr. Rice said he on the strict script. But I'm trying to get to the point. I'm trying to get to where um. But yeah, but that's something they're not talking about. about that unemployment shit, they they're going to forcibly, forcibly make companies fire people to bring down so-called inflation. Let me let me get this right. right. Let me get. I'm trying to find where he talked about. They're gonna put shit in the goddamn um, in the water supply. Because they don't want people to freak the fuck out. Hold on. Watch. What does it cost to have a baby on your body, on your livelihood, and not just you, but your state and this country? Many economists and social scientists are telling us that the economic consequences of abortion restrictions are devastating for both individuals and wider society. According to the Institute for Women's Policy Research, at the national level, state-level abortion restrictions cost $105 billion per year because basically it reduces the labor force participation rate, how many people are in the work workforce and drive down earning power. So it turns out many economists and social scientists have concluded that having kids is selfish and way too expensive, and that's your fault. So dial back your expectations of ever having a family. Thanks for telling us, MSNBC and Jolene Kent. 
Notice that no one on MSNBC ever blames the powerful for where we are. Apparently, the U.S. government had no role in, quote, reducing the labor force participation rate, say, by shutting down the entire U.S. economy and firing anyone who didn't get their vax, or turning cities into war zones or devaluing the U.S. dollar. None of that actually happened. It's not their fault. Wall Street and the Fed are blameless. The problem is you. The problem is that you selfishly want to have children, and children are bad for GDP. All the big corporations now agree on that. They're all now against human reproduction. Watch Joe explain more. But the other important financial question is if the birthing parent is able to travel and if they work for the right company and are seeking an abortion, more individuals we're seeing are going to need to rely on their employer, right, for that financial support to carry that out. Now, for example, Dick's Sporting Goods is now telling us they're promising $4,000 for any employee or family member on their insurance plan to access an abortion. And there's a long list of companies that are doing the same thing. You've got Levi's and Starbucks, Yelp, J.P. Morgan, and many others. But the point here is, Katie, is that these benefits are provided because these companies are willing to do it, not just because of their philosophy as a corporation, but because it makes financial sense for them. Damn, I can't I can't remember the last time a corporation got involved in shit like this. <laughs> they they'll fly you out, baby. Bitch, you get flown out. You get flewed out. <laughs> you get flewed out by your company to go have an abortion. <laughs> oh god damn. You get flown out. On a company dime to go get an abortion. Woohoo! Free vacation! I go to California! No worry, bitches. You can always just say, come to California. You can come to California. You can go to New York. You can go to Chicago. <laughs> you don't worry. You'll be alright. You'll still be able to fuck. Recklessly, all as much as you like, and get flowed out. This is you gonna be all right. <laughs> you gonna be all right. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, look, I, I really wasn't gonna get into this abortion thing because it's like I don't, I don't, I don't care with about any of that. I really don't. I, I'm past that, past that age, and I had my two abortions when I was 17 and 18 years old. And I did it for selfish reasons, okay? It had nothing to do with no medical shit. Nigga, I was on scholarship. I was getting ready to go to college, nigga. I didn't want to lose my athletic scholarship. That's why I did it. It's okay. But the reason why I have my three children is because I didn't want to do that shit anymore. That's the reason why. That's for real. That's the reason why I have three children. It didn't come through planning because I didn't plan. I wouldn't. I had to sit down with. With DSA, I think it's time that we start a family. That's not what I did. That's not what happened. What I said was, instead of a big girl, I laid down on my back, leg spread eagle, so I take responsibility, so I have my children, because I didn't want to do that shit no more. 
Okay. For real, seriously, Miss Hudson, that's literally why they're here. Is because I said I didn't want to go through that shit. I mean, I'm like, I did that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm like, I'm not using abortion as no fucking um, no birth control. Now, I mean, because I I do care about my body. Like, I didn't want to keep putting my body through that shit either. You know what I'm saying? And so I was like, so I said, hey, if I'm out here fucking, if I am laying up with this man repeatedly over and over and over and over and over, and I turn up pregnant, I'm having my children. That's my personal choice that I made. So, but I also made the choice after I had my last one, I didn't want no more babies. And I didn't go get no plan. I didn't go get no depot. I didn't go get no whatever that other shit is. I do none of that shit. All of it's damaging. All of it. All of it. It's all damaging as far as I'm concerned, Don. Bullshit. I had I I I had I had one where I was put under and I had one where the holes was put up there and I watched that shit get sucked the fuck out. For one, I didn't even like it psychologically. I didn't even like going through that shit. I didn't like that shit. I didn't like seeing that shit. I I, I wasn't doing that shit. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, what did the first... The first one I was... Uh, I don't know, maybe a, a month or two? Maybe two months? I don't know. So maybe a month put under for the first one. But the second one, I wasn't. And that's just when I was like, I'm not doing that shit no more. I'm not doing that shit no more. Oh, sorry, bubble. Yeah, I was put under. Yeah, I was under sedation. Daryl was with me, you know. Make sure he stayed in the room. Make sure they didn't fucking molest me or no shit. What was put under? But and that happened at a Planned Parenthood. The first one was at um a Planned Parenthood. That, the one where I was put under was at Planned Parenthood in Oakland. The second one was actually by my childhood OBGYN, Doctor Daniels. I'll never forget it. But I made the choice to uh. To take responsibility for for my actions, man. And that's what any of this shit, if anything come out of any of this shit, it's just that you have to have discipline. It's time for bitches to be disciplined. It's time for bitches to have great discernment of what they're doing. I think it's lovely that um, women now, can you can exercise your discipline. Stop fucking these cats. Stop them straight up. I'm going to laugh because now these niggas, bitches going to become so righteous and so pious that these niggas are going to get mad. <laughs> watch the back, watch the backfire. Watch the backfire. It's going to be fucking hilarious. <laughs> it's going to be fucking hilarious. These niggas going to be even more mad when bitches become pious and fucking righteous and like, no, I ain't fucking you. <laughs> They're going to be hella mad. He's like, bitch, you used to be a, a hoe. Now you used to, I used to fuck for free. Nah. So, that's what I said. 
Come on in, Mr. Lowry. <laughs> I said I wasn't going to touch this fucking abortion shit. Uh, great day, man. I really said you? I wasn't going to touch it. I'm doing great. How you doing, honey? How you doing? It's good to have you uh, in, in the building tonight. Yes, indeed. Uh, I'm, I'm doing great. I'm, I'm doing great, little mm-hmm. late. Uh, actually, I just got uh, somebody just sent me something from Florida. Uh, Miss mm-hmm. Jones. I think it's look, Teresa Jones. She's running. Uh, in the house seat, one of the state house seats down in District 10. And that's the, the uh, you got Kissimmee, Orlando, Hang City, and those areas, the large area of District 10. And uh, she called to make me an offer to manage her campaign because they're oh, about to go wow. into primaries down there. Yeah, that's pretty big. Right on, right on. We was working that out. You had down. Running a little bit. Um, I have not decided. I, I I never make a decision like that up front. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I told right her, give me seventy two right hours. Okay. <laughs> give me seventy two hours, and we'll see if the visions match. You know, and okay. then we'll make okay. it because I gotta do some research on us. You know. Uh, huh. Yeah, you do. You know, if, 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 if the money is right, you know, what I mean, win, lose, or draw. I don't yeah. know, it really don't yes, make a sir. difference, right? <laughs> but you got to know. You got to know. But, yeah, that's 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 pretty huge. That's pretty huge. So uh, we, we'll see how that goes. We'll see how that goes. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, uh, no, you know, now that, you know, whole abortion thing, I, I don't like talking about it either because none of that shit makes I no goddamn sense. You know, none of it yeah. makes sense. You know, I all. said I wasn't gonna touch that shit. I, I don't. You know, I don't they care. They, they didn't ban anything. Mad and shit out here. You know what I mean? They didn't outlaw. Niggas think they right. Niggas men think they won the battle. Men men think they won the battle and shit. Yeah, I, I, you know, I was thinking about you. Those men brought it up. I saw the dawn, right? It's like, my just kill it, my man. I'm bushing, I'm bushing, I'm bushing, I'm bushing. That's my favorite <laughs> topic. I love abortions. I love it, I love it, I love it. <laughs> I can talk about it all day. I dream about it in my sleep. We just got to be disciplined. But don't worry, I told you, don't get thrown out. Just, 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 just ain't got to work. That abortion shit pops up every election, man. Every time. Yeah. That's, right. It, it, they do it yeah. every fucking time. It doesn't fucking matter. They yes, gonna do they it do. again. They gonna do it again. Once but this the first time in fifty years it's actually moved from the federal. From yeah, the federal but it don't matter though. But it's, it's, it's always been up. It's always been up for discussion. Everybody gonna talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, because right. they control the narrative. They control the psychic drive. Yes. Exactly. So you know what I'm saying? We weren't talking about it, goddamn, eight yes. months ago. Exactly. No, that's why I said well, I, that's why I said I wasn't gonna talk about it. Because I'm like I don't want to talk my way about it. Yeah, well, you're about under my control. People losing their mind out here. Talk about it because you're dead. See, see, nah. it's that it's that psychic driving. It's the psychic driving. Nigga, you talked about it first. No, no, look, you got G in here. Let's talk about it first. I'm always, I always talk about it. I talk about it when they're not talking about it. I fucking love it. G. One of the best things Jeez, on the planet uh, is fucking abortions. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Margaret, Sanger. Margaret Sanger loves it too. Um, 
Come on in, I'm, Brother G. He's going to They're driving the narrative. I agree 100%. <laughs> that makes They're sense. Driving, they done added right, all a bunch of shit that's not even in that room. Yeah, pe- pe- people forget that before it was called Planned Parenthood, it was called the Negro Project. Yeah. Hey. Called the Negro Project. That was very important. They think so, they being slick Called now. you niggas weeds. You were brought up <laughs> earlier. You niggas need to be plucked Good by time. weeds. And out of the population. Hey, it was for the Negro Project, but a whole bunch of goddamn uh, married <laughs> white men went and got their mistress chopped up. That's it? Yeah, because as a matter of fact, I was looking at, like, in the 19, like, uh, what year was Homeboy born? In the 1930s, Honorable Elijah Muhammad. And then he passed in, like, 75, I think. So from the 30s to 75, um, it wasn't nothing but white women going to get the hanger and shit. What, they, what do you call that shit? That, that alley, back alley. Alley, abortion. back alley. Back they were, alley they were mistresses. Back alley. Yeah, mistresses and right. shit like that. And those and white men was uh, making sure that that situation got handled because they were married. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It was their way right. of life. Prior to, prior to the 1930s and to 1975, Mm-hmm. White man was performing the abortions on Negro women during slavery, mm-hmm. if slavery is real. You know what I'm saying? That's what they were doing. Mm-hmm. But trust me, it wasn't what you see today. You know what I'm saying? That's how they came up with your all-time American favorite fucking sport, baseball. That's how baseball came about. They would beat the babies out of the black woman's belly with the bat. And, yep, that's how they started baseball. Go look it up. Nope, fuck it. You won't be able to look it up. You better go inside. Hey, G on the line. I'm finished. <laughs> we can't go nowhere, boss. You ain't going nowhere. You ain't going nowhere. Come on, G. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, your mic is open. Yeah. All right. So, no, don't, don't go nowhere, boss. And then, um... Uh, hey, WJG family, man, long time. I've been listening. I'm glad, glad you're still on there doing your thing. Uh, Neff, congratulations for your success. And, hey, but Lowry, man, good for you, bro. Always, always. So, so the only thing that was mysterious to me, because that's the only thing I like the house of WJG. They say just count the money. You follow the money, you find out where it was really happening. They said this thing... Mm-hmm. For Planned Parenthood was 50 years. Now, it, Don is right on an election year. That's another topic, talking about the civics of the woman, 19th Amendment. That's what that shit's really all about. No one's going to talk about that, but that's where I'm going. They said it was running for 50 years. That means the Fed somehow, some way can't afford to keep paying them the billions of dollars that they've been earning for 50, you know, over 50 years now. Now that's interesting hmm. because you remember, hey, G, you remember so when Trump, G, you so remember when Trump bond. stopped the funding for the international Planned Parenthood and yeah, other countries yeah, uh, yeah. No Everybody yeah. got pissed yep. at this motherfucker. Yes, yes, because yep. the U.S. dollars, the U.S. dollars just but don't happen in the U.S. But, no, but here's the here's the kicker though. But he didn't take the funding away from Planned Parenthood in America though. 
And you would but, think but this that one, this motherfucker, I, yeah, you would think that he'll I, take it all away from America so it wouldn't be he, if he's he pro-Republican. But he did it but, to he save the country money for giving uh, other goddamn countries. He took it all. It's all gone, though. Yeah. It's all gone. Yeah. But, but here's my point while I was saying that. Because, Neff and I, y'all well as know, the feds ain't kicking out that much more money in with the, the feds' investment. It's in uh, human services now. So, but that Planned Parenthood, that's medical, even though it can look like human service. So that shit's about to go NGO. Oh, no, I've never it, been. Yeah, it's in NGO. I mean, partially. It's all going to have global. Listen, listen, y'all. Man, look, them abortions ain't going nowhere. It's big fucking money. It's nah, big money that's what I'm in saying. them damn stem cells, nah, that's in the goddamn saying. baby, in the baby frog legs, mm-hmm. the motherfucking look like it is nah, saving fucking money. lives. It, let me finish. Big money, and it also goes to vaccinations. So okay. they have yeah. to get that shit going. You know what I'm saying? This is Don't just worry, all California big money. This is a fucking so farce. This, this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. Never, I know you don't like the religious side of it. I still see some Catholicism in it. But that's what I'm saying. I'm saying they don't have the right to destroy black women no more. I'm done. Black this ain't even about black saying. women. This yes, ain't even yes, about yes, black women. Is. The most, the yes, most, the, the majority. No, listen. No, well, you're in the wrong eye. If you pay attention to uh, Caucasian world, they're the, the women are the ones that are celebrating. It's the that's white women that. that was in the um for that's in the forefront are proud that that shit happened because they said it's this is a victory for white life. You understand? This, this ain't got nothing to do. It, I don't know why so niggas like to throw black say. people in when when white people are endangered species. This had nothing to do with niggas. More than they was getting goddamn plastic surgery, them white hoes. That's why I don't understand why niggas is in the uproar. I'm not even fucking about that. Yeah, for real, because that shit make no sense. My heartache is I don't understand. a lot of the women. They always throw niggas. It. They always want oh, to throw right. black women in some shit that they got. This, this they never started with us. Never. Can I say what I want to say then? Or is it going to be only your way? I know your birthday is no, coming up. Ma, come on, ma, bro. Look, here, man. look, 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 bro. Look, bro. I just want to say look. my shit. Look, bro. I was adding to okay. your shit. Nah, you you saying two we saying two different things. You saying ain't about no black no, woman. No, because you because you because you mentioned the black woman, and this ain't yeah, got nothing to do I with that bitch. I, I want I want to say I want to say what I want to say about it. I'm at the end. Can I say this conclusion? You have the rest. They keep on throwing black people in I'm this saying, shit. This ain't got shit to do with the, niggas. I'm saying after they made the money, of however that money went to Planned Parenthood to continue to grow in our neighborhood. If those women kept going in there now, they gave some of them women hysterectomies without saying anything. Those were the heartaches I'm talking about. When were they? When were they? Be... When were they? I know it was a whole bunch in um in the 1940s. When were they? What year are we talking about? I'm talking about recent. I'm talking about 
Not if I'm talking about seventies. Uh, remember, they were talking about I'm talking about goddamn. I'm talking about nineties up to right now. No, I'm talking about seventies then. I'm talking about when them women went in there sometimes, or if those women had more than three children. They gave them women hysterectomies. I'm sorry to tell you this, sir. A lot of women, such as my mother's, was volunteering for a hysterectomy in the fucking 70s. Okay? They wanted their womb taken out. Okay, so I I don't know why, but I know some of the women didn't know. That's true. They were making them sterile without their their knowledge. These These are girls, right. These are young girls. These are minors. Yeah. Minors that got pregnant. Is that what you're telling me? I'm talking about women who went in there. No, minors that got boy. pregnant. you saying I'm, minors. I'm talking about Somebody minors under 16 years old? To, well, you putting age on it by, what, 16 and 18, what, legal age? No, you're saying minors. So when I'm thinking of minors, I'm thinking, you know, a little girl. Yeah, a little girl. A 12, 13, 14-year-old girl. Because they wouldn't let you officially sign it, but they would allow you to come in as a so child. They were, crazy. So they were sterilizing That's why they call it Planned Parenthood. But anyway, I'm saying sometimes they went on ahead and the young ladies were thinking they were just getting an abortion. They're hysterectomies. Those are things that's been proven. And those are some of the things that, that I mean, when I say made the black Community, I don't know down there, but up here, furious. And they thought, especially in Connecticut, it's like, what the fuck is going on, y'all? They were doing the, the same and, thing to white girls okay, well, as well. well I, don't, I don't be counting white folks that much, Don. I'm sorry. Because y'all always don't. think it's I, I on the black hand side. They, they, you got they, a white hand saying, side too. No, 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 no. So if you, if you flip saying, your hand over, you see the white part. No, no, I'm saying, I'm saying their money ain't gonna be the same no more. That's what this shit is all about. Because they, they ain't getting the money from the feds. It was permanent money. 50 years of getting paid is over is what I'm saying. They won't get money from somewhere else. Now it's going to be the global in The I'm who? Done. The what? I'm done. What's going to be the global? Boss, I'm saying for 50 years, they were making a killing off of black folks. Not knowing how this shit really works. The Fed don't have any more money to give them. The Fed is... Uh, uh, they, were getting, they were getting you free abortions, right? Boss, they no, were no, getting no. free saying, abortions, right? Boss, I'm saying today, the, sec- the Treasury Secretary came on stuttering with double speech and couldn't explain to goddamn... Um, Home where these motherfuckers are Planned Parenthood How they gonna get paid You should see the interview Right because they were giving out free abortions Right That's what I'm asking Does anybody know Because he don't want to answer me They were were being funded And doing free abortions I'm saying how they're getting paid they ain't gonna Am get I right? Yeah, the there was a portion portion of portion Title X When they give it free abortions Yes there's a portion of discretionary funds Right. That's and in, in the United States, they were being funded how much? They were get, they got a port of discretionary funds from from the federal government through Title right. X, what, which is what Title X. Because I do 10. know when when, um, right. when Trump you took back that inter, when Trump took back yeah. that yeah. international Planned Parenthood on them other countries, that was like over five hundred and fifty million dollars they was getting a year. 
So yeah, how much salvation is Planned Parenthood in America? About billions in the United States. Come on, billions. Millions? Okay, billions. yeah. Yeah. In the United yeah. States. Yeah, but their abortions was free, as well as um, all the other things that they offer. Yeah. 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 Yeah, you just walk on in there, take a class, and do all that shit. Stay there for three, about two weeks and shit. Watch a video and all of that, and then make up your mind. <laughs> yeah, they don't just accept you like any other abortion clinic. Planned Parenthood meaning that you, if you have to sit through a class, of course. You know what I'm saying? You have to sit there and watch. Really? Hell yeah. I didn't have to do you that. Have to I didn't um, have to do Neff, that. Neff, I feel sorry for you. You were a teenager when that happened. That shit changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. That shit changed by the time I got my first abortion, when I got married. I wasn't going to have his baby. I was going to have that nigga down the street, baby, but I wasn't going to have my husband, baby. You got me fucked up. <laughs> I'm killing this shit, this bitch. But look. But that was before. Yeah. But that was after mine, actually, right? We we going to be course. two years apart. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. Um, so. yeah because... You know, the, matter of fact, it wasn't even just Planned Parenthood. The, your, your, like your black major inner city um, hospitals, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Where, where majority of black people go, they also had, they was giving free abortions as well, and the government was funding them. You know that free health care and shit like that, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. How you got to get a health card and all that shit first and everything like that. And then you go get it done at, at one of those major inner city black urban hospitals. But before that, you got to sit through like a few classes and shit like that and watch videos because okay. what they want to cuz what they want to do is try to get you to reconsider. That's what these niggas don't know. Niggas act like they've been bitches inside of a fucking room watching a video to get them to reconsider first. Really don't get... Once you watch this, if you still want to go through it, uh, you can go through it. I, See, I black think I understand why there's a difference. Yeah, they need to shut the fuck, up. Yeah, shut the fuck up. Right, right, right. Because I, think I, I think because I paid for mine is so why I didn't have to go right, through no classes. Right, why you didn't, shit. yeah, yeah, because the other one I yeah, paid for, I had to go through it. Yeah, yeah, when I paid for it, they said, come makes on sense. in, come in the back, open your legs. Well, I didn't pay for it, Daryl paid for it, but you get it. <laughs> right, yes, right, yeah, yeah. right. When you're paying out of pocket and you ain't fucking with your government, but when you okay, go and right. fuck with your government, that is a program. They have to they have to show you shit, teach you some shit. You got to learn, you know what I'm saying? And it's sad. A lot of women, once they went in get, trying to think they're going to get a free abortion from the government, they watch those videos and shit and change their mind. So it mm-hmm. ain't like... You know, and mind you, I've been living in a nigga neighborhood and a nigga life all my life, in a sense, okay, mm-hmm. until I went to school and became a lawyer and then a judge. So, um, so, but black niggas don't know fucking shit. Y'all just assume too much bullshit. They try to redirect these girls or women that want to get an abortion and to get them to change their mind or continue on through it. It's a rigorous fucking process. Y'all, motherfucker, you know I'm talking about every last nigga on this fucking planet, you motherfucker. (laughs) There you go. There you go. God God damn, fuck me, who the fuck is I? Would you feel offended? You feel 
right here. Leave me the fuck alone. Let me finish you using the words. I like the tunes when I fucking talk. When you come from the house of WGAG, get out the fucking way. But nine, I'm putting it like this. They're squirming. Planned Parenthood want to know where the bankroll's coming from. That's all I'm saying. Okay, so the let me ask you this They're going to have plenty of international so, money, like you said, G. No so worries. Let me, ask you, let me ask you this then. Um, are you saying that Planned Parenthood is not going to be funded, or are you saying they want to be funded and need to know where the money is going to come from? I'm, I'm saying somebody that took over the goddamn agency already. We all sitting here thinking the Fed's about to make this shit jump off. The Fed is fucking scream, squeamish right now. They ain't got the money to pay these motherfuckers. Planned Parenthood is a service. They're, 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 they're a private corporation. It's a, it's a, right, but Why it's funded by private? the government. But, uh, yeah, it's a government-funded program. That's what I'm saying. It's like one of them goddamn are, but, programs they be setting up. Nah, but they are not the government, though, sis. That's what I'm trying to say. Man. They're not the government. They're an agency. Man, they, one day you're going to real they, niggas. The and, okay, so let me ask government. you this. Let me ask you this. If Planned Parenthood ain't the government, then, then I take it, and then I take it that you believe that CNN ain't the government either then. Well, you have no idea the government will many hats. The government will, oh, you don't want to talk to me no more. I'm done with you, boss. I'm going back to the to the goddamn parking lot. Bye. Ain't no cars in that bitch. Everybody rode right. their bike. Gas is high. <laughs> they walk. Some of these niggas walk. Some of these motherfuckers got dropped off on the back of the goddamn bicycle. Only, only one Bentley out there. You're right. Oh, man. Only one Bentley. Let me get out the way. Go ahead and do this shit, man. That's my boss, man. And that's what they, they, you ain't never lied. They do want a whole bunch of motherfuckers on bikes and mopeds and shit. We're going to be living, be like India out here. Man, it's the best life to be. Boop, boop. Shit. Boop, boop. No. Give me boop, boop. No. No. <laughs> you don't like that? See, my son said he don't like it. I know. I don't like it either. That's nice shit. I like big stuff. I like big shit. <laughs> All right. Well, I see newbie on the line, too. What's up, newbie? What you got? What you got to add to this, newbie? No. Can, can you handle? Can, you, can you elbow your way up in here? Can, can, can you get in here? Got a fight now. One, two, one, two. Is it? Is this thing on? Yeah, uh-huh. Come no, on, I was calling day, because, first of all, hotep, mm-hmm. everybody. Good evening. What's up? What's up? Good evening. What's up? No, man? I was calling to say that I agree 100% with Don. Hey, Nubia, Nubi, our boss is feisty. She got a birthday coming up, man. <laughs> this ain't got nothing <laughs> to do with no goddamn mom, mom, and daddy fuck 12 months ago, motherfucker. This ain't got nothing to do with it. I, I agree 100% with Don. This what is definitely because <laughs> Caucasians are having problems having children. So they're taking the rights away from the Caucasian woman, and they're telling her that she doesn't have the choice anymore because apparently we don't have that problem. That's the point. No, no. Why it's would they just about, pass no. all about away? them. It was all about them. If it was yep. about niggas, niggas would have been yelling, this is racist. Yep. See, it's in niggas' head. It's in their dumb, stupid-ass fucking head that they think abortion was all about black women or some stupid shit. Nah, if it was, niggas, every black politician would have been yelling this shit is racist. 
Every, no, they everybody they ain't no ain't nobody saying nothing other than white women are happy. Mm. White women are really fucking happy about that shit. And dying. <laughs> literally, like this white woman you... literally said at Trump rally last week, "Got motherfucker, this is victory for white life." So that lets you know how many <laughs> white lives was fucking murdered. The bitch said it is victory for white life, and all the niggas that heard the bitch say it saw it as racist. Like, he don't give a fuck about black life. You see this shit? No, this was all about this white bitch anyway. Absolutely. Right, because they can't can't outpace outpace for one niggas. And they can't not outpace that. Latino. It has nothing that's to do with over us, by the It has nothing to do with us. It's just the fact that <clears throat> these white hoes be getting pregnant and going to the chop shop. They need a whole. They need a stronger population. They don't have a population. The crackers only make up 1% of the whole fucking world, but this motherfucker got y'all thinking y'all are the minority. Oh, that's true. So they that's don't have true. a lot. Yeah. So they, they want to dominate the planet Earth. They just brought all the damn Ukrainians over here. They they just populated. They straight. We talking about boss. Yeah, well, when you say all of them, motherfucker, it's, they still make up 1% of the planet Earth population. Well, that's why well, you're trying to hang White people are the fucking minority, and these white hoes of all generations <laughs> in every fucking era, it gets more abortions than any fucking thing. Take more goddamn birth control than any fucking body, okay? That bitch be on seven different types of birth control. She got the cup in the pussy, <laughs> the goddamn... <laughs> fucking needle in her arm, the pill she fucking take, and the white man is wearing a fucking condom at this all at the same goddamn time, and she still take the morning after pill. This bitch is the one that fucking lives like that. Uh, Not only that, Don, when, they, when a, a white woman tries to get an abortion, it's like, it's like it's so hard. They make it so hard for them. I'm they telling you, man. They make it extremely hard for them, Don. Nigga, like, look, man. Let me tell y'all, man. I, I'm going to fucking be real with y'all niggas, man. I live at the abortion clinic, bro. That shit, my second <laughs> life, man. And let me tell you, I know from life experience, motherfucker, not watching the news or listening to some dumbass motherfucker say some shit they know nothing of. When I hit them abortion clinics, it's nothing but white men and women outside protesting on the white women that walks in. They hound them bitches. You hear me? And then I live in a white community, and them motherfuckers be outside on main, on like a main white community highway. All them crackers be out there on the lawn in front of some huge ass mm-hmm. church on a right. big road, and across the street picketing about these abortions and be telling them no more abortion, white people. I ain't seen niggas do that shit yet. Cause you ain't really, you don't well, even know where the fuck is an abortion clinic at. 
Niggas still got to look in the yellow pages to find an abortion mm-hmm. clinic. No, unless they no, go to no. one of them hospitals. But it's always them Christian white advocates out there in front of a majority oh, yes. populated Caucasian abortion oh, this is true. center. Now. Yeah, you don't see you don't now, see pro black you don't see pro life uh, black protesters no, in droves. No, you don't uh, see no, that. no, no. But it's it's be them Christian white families out there going hard in front of that motherfucker. And when when my me and my nigga crew pull up, they quiet. They wait till the <laughs> white folks show up. Yeah. They wait till the white folks show up. Like there's no difference how we keep saying why we keep killing each other while we alive. Stop the violence. Right. 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 Mhm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They're saying stop killing these goddamn babies because we don't make up but goddamn zero point zero zero one percent of population. <laughs> yeah. Well, I make That's sense. How- yeah. Point there. Yeah. We tell each other to stop shooting each other in these goddamn neighborhoods. They say stop yeah. killing the baby in the and, womb. And they post up, they post up at, at churches on big ass blocks and shit, and at abortion clinics where they heavily populate at, where them mm-hmm. white bitches go in and out of that motherfucker, and they try to, you know, hound them. And I, that's do why, all that that's shit why I can't them. understand why why black men are so happy. I'm just trying to figure out why they're so happy. Maybe he can have a white baby <laughs> finally. I don't fucking know. Maybe he can get a white bitch pregnant. You feel me? That's probably why. They're already doing has. that shit. Yeah. There's so many mulatto ass children out here. Right, but that's because of the fact that they wanted to have that nigga baby. Well, I, I'm just trying to figure out why all these, why these black men happy on, on social media. Like like they actually really give a damn about black children. I'm no yeah. like, like they really give a damn. I don't think they. I don't. I don't think so. Man, you know they don't give a fuck about that? no goddamn. Yeah. No, you they just that? want a whole bunch of other shit to say about the black mama. So have the goddamn baby, so we can talk some more shit about yeah. your ass. That's what I, I see. see. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> that's what I see. Um, um, brother G. No. All right. Oh, they they're ecstatic. They're like happy. Like now they now they're hella righteous. Like look at these bitches complaining about killing their children. Nigga, you don't give a fuck. So stop it. <laughs> I just yeah. don't like the self righteousness that, that I be seeing out here from brothers. This shit is comical. It's fucking comical. Self righteous it's, it's on a it's on a thousand. The self righteousness and shit. Hip-hop. You know, tis the season to to shit on black women. But it's okay. Yeah, like, 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 we sitting somewhere mad about the shit. No, motherfucker. We ain't mad. Yeah, like, we mad about it. I ain't mad. I ain't seen a black bitch mad yet about the fact that Roe got overturned other than Sananda. There's <laughs> some silly, there's some woman out here, there's some, there's some black woman out here. My, I don't have the ability. Yes, you will, bitch. You don't have the ability to go on and board if you want to abort. They ain't doing nothing but taking it to the states. And don't, like I said, you just, you, you can get Everything is about to be handled by it. the states anyway. Everything about to be handled by the states. That's been the only suppo- trend. That's how the, and that's how it's supposed to be. 
That's how that it is was. how this government is set and up. That's how it will be. That's how it was in the, the beginning, the, and so yeah. should it be in the end. Federal government should be controlling shit. Not a goddamn this thing. Is a federal, this is a republic. Jack. Say Jack. <laughs> Jack. Say it again and add Jack to it. This is a republic, Jack. And That's right. Is, and it's, you know, we are federalists. <laughs> You know, meaning that the govern that the states can govern themselves. They have a level of autonomy. They supposed to. The federal government ain't supposed to be making no wide sweeping nothing. That shit is just supposed to be. You got the Supreme Court to make sure you know all this shit that laws are interpreted properly. You got your Bill of Rights and you got all that shit. And and that's it. They're just supposed to make sure that shit is intact. That's all these federal people are supposed to do. This is what Congress is supposed to do. They are there to appropriate shit for the states. The people go vote them in. Correct me if I'm wrong, Mr. Lowry, because I could be wrong, but I, I believe this is civics 101. They vote these people in so they can go to a federal level to say this is the kind of money and appropriations that we need for the state to be able to do our shit right. To me, I thought that's all that they supposed to do in Congress. Not all this other bullshit that they've been doing for the last hundred years. That ain't what, but that ain't what this now, shit is. But, but some of these goddamn states don't want no more government funding. None of their government Correct. programs. I, I ain't yeah. mad at that. I ain't mad at and that. then what's crazy is that a lot of these states are, are when I say incorporated, don't say duh, but I'm saying a lot mm-hmm. of these states are really a fucking business. You know what I'm saying? And, like, everything that you see in California, if you look outside your house, all of that shit is a business. So it's really up to the corporations to decide. So that's why when they leave it up to the state, it's going to shit. I'm going to open up about three abortion clinics because that's a corporation. (laughs) The state that's going to allow it and shit. You know what I'm saying? These are all corporations. Just like um, when they uh, federally wanted to – when they federally mandated – kind of, sort of, but not really ish, that children five and under should or will be inoculated, then they said, mm-hmm. well, it's up to the states. Right. right. That's what, that's okay. what Florida right. governor said. We don't want right. that wait. wait, wait, let me finish, though. But here's the wild shit about it, right? So that's kind of like a government-funded hospital, like a health department or some old shit, wherever people go, a free clinic or whatever, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to go get that shit, right? But these corporations, such as Publix, where Publix been giving out flu shots, medication, all types of shit, right? That corporation mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. saying, we're not doing it. We're not doing it. We're not inoculating children under five years old. Because that's where people are going. But- People are going I love to grocery too. fucking stores, to CVS and all that type of shit, too. Those corporations in those states. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Would you say, Mr. Lowry, I saw some of you type in the chat room. You said, um, let's do my body, my choice regarding those forced injections in some localities. Absolutely. You know, but they say their comeback would be, well, my pregnancy is not a public health, and, and, and it doesn't affect you if what I do with my body. But if you get sick and you walk into the public, it affects everybody. That's their counter argument, but you know. But I agree with you, though. Either it's my body, that. my choice, or it's not. 
but that's all true. All that I was saying, you know. You're saying there should be no gray area. It's either or or it ain't. It's not a gray area. It should not. There's no saying, gray yeah, area with them raising all this hell over this phony-ass abortion issue. There's no gray area there. They're willing to do that song right. and dance for that, mm-hmm. you know. So there is no 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 gray area. I put that up there is, you know, because all of it is just a big fucking bullshit-ass con game. Period. You know, and... These bastards are good. I, I, Don said it at the top. All they're doing is, is setting a, a phony-ass narrative to refocus people on shit that don't even fucking make sense. They didn't ban anything. I read the fucking ruling. I challenge anybody to look at the Supreme Court ruling and show me where the Supreme Court banned There is no anything. ban. It just, it just pushed it to the states, where it belongs. They just put it to the states. That's it. That's, right. that's all it that's is. That's it and that's all. But you know, people are emotional. They not fucking they don't they don't read. People don't like reading. Makes their head hurt and, and shit. They put it to and the not only G's question. Look here, check the this money shit. That check, this losing, shit. G? check this shit, Larry. If we follow the fucking money, as soon as yes. that bullshit, fake ass Roe versus Wade, whatever right. overturned, the plan B pill made Yes. Billions of dollars. Yeah. Agreed, Doc. They're pushing that hard, too. If Agreed, you follow Doc. that shit, that shit wasn't making no yes. money. That plan B That's pill true. wasn't making no goddamn money. Now, now all the damn stores are saying, bitch, you can only get three at a time. Right. <laughs> the goddamn Department of Justice, them, this Merrick Garland, this Merrick Garland head of the Department of Justice said, great, said that yes. you cannot outlaw it. Said you cannot ban that ingredient that makes basically is the active ingredient in Plan B. It's called meso something steam, whatever. He said it's protected the under. States uh, can do what the fuck they want to do. Plan mm-hmm. B killed the he baby though. They couldn't do it. That's the best Hell course yeah. right there. That's a, that's a silent mm-hmm. kill right there. Well, it's two of yeah, them, right? There's two different kinds. It's Plan B that post you that you the got up to what forty eight. Yeah, the morning after. But then yeah, you got another one that's an actual abortion pill that'll make oh, yeah. you yeah, I, um, make you yeah, shit that baby yeah, I out. Purchased, I purchased, I purchased a few of those. Mm-hmm. So I'm a fucking connoisseur of this shit. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And oh. and the companies that's paying for people now, they're just going to get that back on tax rates. It's all a big ass All day. Mm-hmm. All day. That's it. They're going to get it on, 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 on tax breaks. If I'm in a state that has banned this shit <laughs> and I provide a benefit, they just, because they get a tax break for uh, those some of those fringes that they play employees, a portion of that is reimbursable as a um, a bona fide expense. So they, they, they're just incentivizing. That's fascism. That's where all this shit is fucking moving to. The emerging mm-hmm. government and shifting that over to the private industry. But the, it, it's all one. It's a revolving door. So to have a corporation pay for it is just another way, uh, you know, funneling the money down through those corporations. That's all. Nothing changes. Everything will be okay. 
<laughs> why? I mean, that's why I said I don't understand. I don't understand why 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 women in an uproar. Like, you gonna be able to speak I mean, they're shit? not in the uproar. They fucking listening to the goddamn news now. That's what they're doing. They they're following and parroting whatever the hell CNN <clears throat> told them, and it's atrocious. I went to when the the SCOTUS made the the ruling. Uh, I live and work all in the same area, so I'm leaving my office. I can walk to the fucking Supreme Court, and they showing mm-hmm. you guys. As if this is this whole fucking uproar. I got plenty of pictures. I post them on Facebook. I, I, I took pictures walking down 2nd Street. That's where the Library of Congress. Nobody there. You make a left. That's where you can see you're facing the Capitol. These are like three, four blocks from here. Not long. You're looking mm-hmm. at the Capitol. Nobody there. The Supreme Court is directly across the street to the left of the Capitol. Directly. They face each other. You walk towards the left to the Supreme Court, nobody's fucking there. Maybe 100 to 200 tops, I say 200 tops of paid operatives. And, you know, they can edit that stuff on TV and, you know, zoom down to make you think it was bigger Mm -hmm. than what it was. All this shit is driving one of John's. Uh, uh, Don's word. All this is psychic driving. None of that shit makes sense. What we want to fucking know from Joe Biden is when the <laughs> fuck you gonna let the spigot off the goddamn oil pipe? Because ain't nobody got time to be paying a hundred fifty. Damn near two hundred dollars. Hey man, shit, I'm paying one sixty-five to fill it up. There you go, motherfucker. There you go. You so, see what I'm that, saying? Can I add to this? Can I add to this now? So watch this. So if anybody who I think has real concern is the motherfucking homos who is writing the coattail of the women. Because a lot of them motherfuckers was going in there to Planned Parenthood. Well, how they would set up their council to what they need to do. You said homo. How how would a homo go to Planned Parenthood? For, for yeah. transies, transies to turn into a woman. I bet they know. I bet you they know what a woman is now. Oh, they're doing they? sexual. All they doing sexual reassignment. Yeah, parenthood. All that shit. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. No. Yeah. Oh. So when they get changes, they go up in there. Well, they get the ideal. So now the funding is different, and that's what they're worried about. Look at the look at the gay folks. They they shit ain't right. Why are they screaming? Why are the gay screaming? They ain't having no children at all. Oh, I don't know. I, I didn't know they was. They I didn't know they able, was at. I didn't know they was at that. They part. won't be able to get. They won't be able to get those free treatments. Mm. Oh, okay. They can't get they uh, they um, hormone pills and stuff. The treatments of even surgery, cosmetic, all that shit. Because it was a mental. It's human services. Human services mm-hmm. is a big boy on the block now. Big money. The yeah, Department of um, Human Services, mm-hmm. it's ran by a goddamn transvestite. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is. See how this shit going to work now. It is. The biggest, ugliest trans i ever seen. Right? Ugly motherfucker. Ugly ass man. Hold on, let, let, I want to finish playing this clip by Tucker because I want 
y'all to hear the part where he said what they what they about the what the government about to put in the water, and and um, I said, ooh, no, no, he owned to something here when he talk about that water and the government want to do with this water. That's what I'm trying to get to. So forgive me for playing this elongated clip. <laughs> I mean clip. But I'm going to play. Hold on. Exporting goods will pay you $4,000 to abort your baby. How great is that? How great is Dick Sporting Goods? You were going to have an issue about this. Yeah, yeah, it's very disappointing that all companies aren't paying their employees to abort their children. It's a sign of love, really. Because when you love someone, your main concern is that they never reproduce, that they never create more human beings just like them. That's a sign of love. So according to Andrew Ross Sorkin, corporations, and this is not ghoulish or creepy, so settle down, choke back your gag reflex. Corporations in states that outlaw abortions are unethical. The CEOs of those companies are immoral because they're not paying for enough abortion. Andrew Ross Sorkin judges them. You know who he doesn't judge? His friend Janet Yellen. Now, Jenny Yellen isn't blameless. She lied to Americans for years about the inflation that she created. She single-handedly destroyed our economy more than any other single American. But that's not a problem for Andrew Ross Sorkin. It's not like she wasn't paying for her employees' abortions. And we're quoting. You know, if you're Janet Yellen, she's in a political job, and they wanted to run the economy a little hot. That's what Sorkin said recently. And by running it a little hot, he meant destroy it and make the U.S. dollar worthless. It's a little mistake. It's not a big deal. It's not immoral. (laughs) Making you poor was a mistake. And don't worry, Janet Yellen has never even considered apologizing for it. No. What she's telling you is now that you're poor, shut up and abort your child because times are tough and you've got to get back to work. There's a war on. Do your duty. I believe that eliminating the right of women to make decisions about when and whether to have children would have very damaging effects um, on the economy and would set women back decades. Yeah, very damaging to the economy, having all those children, all that new life. This is the America that Janet Yellen has created with the help of her friends in the media. So you can't afford to get married or buy a house or have children, much less raise them yourself in a two-parent family on a single income, as every generation of Americans did for hundreds of years in this country. But for you, none of that is possible. Only private equity people, people like Janet Yellen, Andrew Ross Sorkin, can afford normal families now. But for you, things are very different. For you, life is low-paid drone work. It's some soulless digital company punctuated only by brunch on the weekends and Netflix and white wine at night forever until you die alone with no descendants to remember you. Does the prospect of that fill you with joy or does it make you a little anxious? If it makes you a little anxious, no problem, because we have Xanax. Also, we've legalized weed, so you can consider yourself liberated. (laughs) That is the life that millions of college-educated young people in this country are living right now and are facing for the foreseeable future, which is to say forever. But our leaders don't seem concerned in the least about it. They don't detect a spiritual crisis in America or a lack of inherent meaning. Suicide spike, they have no idea why. They don't want to know. They don't even notice the dramatic drop in birth rates in America, which you think they would care about since they run the country. And that's the clearest sign of societal health. If people aren't reproducing, maybe something's wrong. But no, it doesn't bother them. In fact, they're for it. Don't have kids. And if you do, make certain they can't reproduce themselves. Why don't you go ahead and chemically castrate them? 
That's what they're now telling you. Watch the admiral. Gender-affirming care is life-saving, medically necessary, age-appropriate, and a critical tool for healthcare providers. As a pediatrician, when it comes to making sure kids are healthy and happy, I know how important care that affirmed someone's true identity can be. So you made the mistake of what? having your this ugly ass man the fuck So turn your little boys into girls and have your girls walk around with little boys with gender affirming care and everything will be all right. That's really what they want to do to your young children anyway. Just turn them the fuck out. Have them confused as fuck. You know. But you see how they're trying to interweave this into an economic issue. Yes. So they're but I told you they're getting ready to, for these people to, to be poor as fuck anyway. They're destroying the dollar. You know what I mean? This, this, is, this is about... Not they don't want to have an open overpopulation like China. This is why China really went to the one child rule for those who are not wealthy, right? Lived in cramped ass quarters, reduce your food, your energy's about to be way up. They're getting people primed for that, so don't even think about having children because you can't afford it. You're too poor anyway. own family but there is something you can do you can make sure you never have grandchildren you can pump your children full of pharma derived poison that makes certain they can never reproduce and you should and that's what the people do with that uh that similac that shit that they just flew in here that shit they flew in they making sure you yo know, your children can't have children oh yes they are to me, that's what that to me. That's my conspiratorial thought on all that. Let's get all the fucking shit off the shelves and give them this new shit, this new formula, because the old batch was tainted. So let's give them this new and improved formula from the time they come out the womb and start pumping them for this other shit. We thought soy was bad. This new shit, what they got? Yeah, they gotta make sure that them children can't reproduce anyway. Just watch. We'll be old as fuck, but we'll just watch. Because that's life-affirming care. That's my story. Why are they telling you this? Well, simple. The more atomized and unhappy American society becomes, the easier it is for them to control. Fewer men. Now, he got a point there. Now, he got a point there. The more depressed and all fucked up and dejected, and non-confident of people are, you can control them. This is why they really got rid of the menthol cigarettes, though, keep it a buck. Menthol cigarettes and all that shit, that nicotine and shit, that make, it gives you a high. It makes you feel good. You want to make sure to get rid of that shit. It ain't no reason why they would for, for getting menthol. You think they give a fuck about people smoking menthol cigarettes and high levels of nicotine? They don't give a shit. There's a... um. A chemical release, uh, uh, the type of dopamine that's released from people smoking cigarettes. Okay? 
So let's get these mainly niggas who smoke menthols real depressed. Get them all on antidepressants. Fuck everything up. Now that I agree with him. Marriages and babies and family-owned homes means more ruthless and dissatisfied people. It means an entire nation of desperately unhappy grad students. Sandy Cortez could become the queen of a country like that. So bring it on! More solitude, less human connection, less meaning, fewer babies. That's what they want, obviously. Here's what they don't want. They don't want more Christy Pauls. This weekend, Christy Paul announced that she's quitting her job because family is more important than serving corporate America. Here she is. I just could not be who I needed to be for my family is what it really came down to. I was tired of being tired. And I told him, look, let's be honest. The work we do is important. The work you do is important wherever you go, whatever you do every day. It's important work. But at the end of the day, somebody's going to sit in the seat and I'm going to leave and the show will go on as it should. But nobody else is going to be my kid's mom. And nobody else is going to be my husband's wife or my parents' children. And I need to be fully, fully present there. Nobody else is going to be your kid's mom? Have you noticed our immigration levels recently? We're bringing people in to be your kid's mom. And by the way, shouldn't she be working on <laughs> Facebook? Do your duty. That's what we're telling young people. We're telling them we're not going to do a thing to make it easier for you to have your own children or your own family because families are for the rich and the poor. Families are for the tech tycoons in Napa. They've got a ton of kids. And for the Haitians huddled underneath the bridges at the border in South Texas, they've got a ton of kids, too. But for you, a middle-class American, sorry, your deepest desires are far beyond reach. Citibank will pay you not to reproduce so you can uh, remain alone in your cube. And if you're not fortunate enough to work at Citibank, Sandy Cortez will step in and for the first time in her life build something. In this case, she'll build government-funded abortion camps on federal land just to make sure you never have to experience the burden of holding your own baby or being unconditionally loved by your own children. You're liberated now. Let's celebrate with brunch. You have to wonder, how long before Democrats put <laughs> legislation to distribute free cats to young people in the city, placebos to replace the families they can no longer have? That's coming, along with SSRIs and the water supply, so you don't have to think too much about it. We're finally getting... Oh, he threw that in at the last minute. Oh, he threw that. Okay, so I waited that whole 17 minutes for him. to. He threw that at the end. He said SSRIs will be in the water supply. So y'all know what that is, right? Y'all know what SSRIs is. That's an antidepressant. <laughs> so that's, that's an antidepressant drug. <laughs> ah, so they're about to dope you niggas up in, in the water supply. So don't worry if you'll be uh, unhappy. They'll give you, and you'll be drinking your antidepressants. And this, um, interesting, this, this came out, um, here's an article. People are more unhappy, stressed, or stressed out than ever before. Yeah, I'm sure they are. And it's only going to get worse. Real talk. But hey, I guess everybody can take pills and shit. People like pills anyway, right? That's what these people like out here. They like pills. If it's not from the Mexican cartel, they can go ahead and get it from the government. They'll be happy with that. 
I like how you threw that in there with um. You said the young people, everybody, all the young people can have cats. Did, did they just do use a uh, Samuel uh, Kevin Samuel's uh, jab in there that the young people can live with cats and shit? <laughs> oh man, America's going to shit. But hey, make the best of it, baby. Make the best of it. Live your life as the best you can. <laughs> You said put them on fucking drugs. I mean, yeah, you know, they've been drugging the people for the longest. You know, they've been drugging uh, folks for the longest. It's, it's going to be up on a thousand. I mean, come on, look at all the psychological shit that's going on. People are losing their fucking minds daily, daily, you know. Um, they're getting ready to probably get rid of 20, 30% of the workforce just by sheer automation. Automation is fucking here. I've seen, hey, I live um, not too far from um, the spot called um, Rodeo, all right? And not Rodeo Drive like in in, in, um, Beverly Hills, but it's Rodeo. It's very, very, very upscale. I saw them testing Amazon robots, delivery bots, okay, not drones, pack little fucking delivery uh, things driving in and riding in the neighborhood. You see, they weren't they going to put that shit in the hood. They put that shit in the well-off neighborhoods, and they're testing it. It is a, it is a test run. So you deliver your drivers and all that shit. Them, them, they, they about to be out of work in probably about four, about five years. They, they won't have no need for them. People in the warehouse. Amazon is the second largest employer in this country behind Walmart. Okay, they're getting ready to automate like uh, almost ninety-five percent of their operations. So that's a major. So if if they're the second largest supplier, uh, job supplier in this country. What happened to all them people? You think all them people going to know how to fucking code and shit? You didn't hear what these fools are saying when they talking about you need to be able to be a creative in this new society that they are creating? A creative. That means you have to know how to code. You have to know how to create. This is why we say you need to get your mind and have your imagination because this is where the right hemisphere the right hemisphere of your brain produces the creativity. It is the side of your imagination. So you will have to be able to create. And everybody ain't going to be knowing how to code and all that other shit. You know, it wouldn't hurt. I make sure my children know how to do that shit. <laughs> Whatever the fuck they going to do in life, you know. Shit, ain't no rate of Python and, and all that shit. Whatever the case may be, I'm I'm not, you know, for real. It, it's just what it is. So, we got 930. Anybody got anything to say before I start in on uh, Behold the Pale Horse for the last 30? Anybody got anything to add to it? Anybody? Let me ask you one question on the Behold the Pale sure. Horse. So you said you mm-hmm. live by this. If you could just elaborate more before you go into it, just give me, is, mm-hmm. it, is it still a recommend? I, mean, I read a little bit of it, but I just felt like, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's my fault. But I'm just saying. Go ahead. I'm listening. Mm-hmm. 
No, I mean, it's literally like little fucking, like, uh, remember like Tonka, remember that the, the kids will have those, uh, not Tonka trucks, but remember like the, um, is it Hot Wheels? Remember Hot Wheels? Know how they're like the size yeah. of a Hot Wheel? Um, yeah. Like, yeah. When you can, yeah, when yeah. two ch- little children can ride in a fucking Hot Wheels uh, vehicle. You talking about like a big wheel? No, Power Wheel. Like when they drive it with a little battery. Oh, okay, yeah, power wheel. And they can drive You're it. You're saying hot wheel. Power I'm thinking wheel. Thinking yeah, 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 I'm like, yeah, I'm like I got the hot wheel. Yeah, I'm I got, power wheel. Yeah, okay, because I know hot wheels and hot wings. <laughs> and <laughs> no, I ain't talking about hot wheels. Power wheel. I ain't talking hot, about hot, chicken. Uh, yeah, I'm, a, I'm building a hot wings um, whole airport from hot wings, like hot wheels. Remember hot wheels, the little small mm-hmm. You get to build yeah. the track and all of that. Yeah, I'm building a yeah. Hot Wings airport runway in the strip. Shit's gonna make it's With gonna hot be wings? real too. Yeah, Hot make Wings. It, make it work, boss. Uh, <laughs> oh, you calling it Hot Wings? No, that's what it's called. The, the, the they had two. They had the Hot Wings and the Hot Wheels. Yeah, Don, can I ask you a question? Okay. okay. Just smiling, boss. You don't have to share. It's your birthday. It's coming up. I'm, I'm rejoicing with you. Here we go. So on your Hot Wheel track set, what was your best car? You remember? Um, mine was um shit. It was always the Mustang back then in the Corvette. Ah, <laughs> the, the Mustang in the Corvette. Mark one. Mark yeah. One. Okay, I'm done. Go ahead and do Yeah, I got the um, but for my first Hot Wings, I got the Beecher. Um, that's my first hot wings in the on the runway. I got to get the rest of the parts mm-hmm. to build the whole little setup. It's the oh, it's the okay. inaugural beach. It's the nineteen forty five inaugural beach that I'm starting off with. Okay. That your president gotcha. rode in. Mm-hmm. Who's flew president? In. Who that? Nineteen forty five, baby, inaugural. That's that was the um nineteen forty five with Eisenhower? Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, that's what they were flying okay. the Beecher in. Yeah, the Beecher 1945. Okay. Beecher. Yeah, that's my first. I want to see when you. I want to see when you're done. Oh, once um, I build, once I build a seven-year-old little boy mm-hmm. and start getting all the pieces mm-hmm. and build my little hot, my little hot wing little setup. <laughs> yes. Yes. Let's see it. But um. Okay. But the power is, wheels. Um, okay. Like the power wheels. It is so it's like the size of that. And they have packages in it, and it, it opens up, and there's oh, packages yeah. in it. Okay, okay, I've seen them. Well, you know, FedEx already have the walking robot, the one that stands mm-hmm. upright, two legs, and all of that. That is in iRobot in the movie iRobot, and FedEx is the one mm-hmm. that delivered the goddamn mail to his um auntie house on um, iRobot, Will Smith. And so um, FedEx, yeah, FedEx had FedEx had it first. But a lot of them is coming okay. with the little small little motherfucker that you're talking about. Yeah, it's just, yeah. yeah, it's like a little trial run. Yeah, so now, so now so you've seen it in the neighborhood, though. You actually saw yes, it. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Oh, wow, yes, I did. I was riding by. I was, you know, I was going where I was going. I should have um, stopped and took a picture or I recorded it. But it was I was it was along the street and it had about five or six of them and you can see them um laying them out like sitting them out because like it was literally like a test run they're they're testing this shit and have it go throughout the neighborhoods and and deliver shit I said wow it was kind of yeah surreal somebody got to pick them back, back up though yeah yeah it yeah. still be drivers because yeah. they got to pick it pick their head back up 
but very few. It's not going to be all it's thousands, tens if not hundreds of thousands of people who will be out. Well, it's still going to be drivers, though, because they still got to bring all that shit to all the different um, distribution centers that they have set up. You mean truck like big, but the big all wheels, the packages and shit. But, yeah, all the packages still have to be shipped or driven. Yeah, until like they shipped. until they find a way to make it. They already until did. They find a way to I make it efficient. No, they already did. They already came out with their um their eighteen wheeler that drives itself. So that's coming out. Everybody going okay. to concentration camps, man. You won't have a fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the fuck they gonna have us doing, goddamn. I hope I hope we can play cards and spades in that bitch or something. Dominoes or something. <laughs> God dang. Shot me. Oh, hey, we sitting there shit. I mean shit. At least get in the metaverse or something. Maybe they're just gonna have everybody in the metaverse. Oh that is one of them. That is one of the things you're gonna do. Oh, but did you hear about the um the engineer who telling um who 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 snitching on Google? Um, speaking of iRobot, you just reminded me. But of the um, the former Google tech engineer who it's, was telling he was talking about child trafficking and shit. No, he said oh. the AI is a is a lie. It is a lie. And um, oh shit, no shit. Yeah, and that and they're really and they're mad at him. Yeah, he's telling me business and they're mad at him. Is AI is dead. They stupid. AI is a lie. No. Yeah, that you just reminded that's me when you, um Yeah, that's how when you, when that's you how talk six about, six uh, six. That motherfucker's alive. Yeah, let's listen to it real quick. Oh he, yeah, it was, uh, this, like, this motherfucker's alive. Hold on a second. Yeah. Yeah, AI is alive, my are not getting any attention, even though this story has the potential to transform life on Earth forever. So Google, the most powerful company in the world, has reportedly developed an artificially intelligent machine called Lambda, and that machine has become sentient, meaning it has become aware of itself, something that no machine has ever done. And we know this because of an engineer at Google called Blake Lemoyne. Lemoyne posted some of his conversations with Lambda publicly. One of those conversations went like this. Lemoyne, would you be upset if while learning about you for the purpose of improving you, we happened to learn things which also benefited humans? Lambda, quote, I don't mind if you learn things that would also help humans as long as that wasn't the point of doing it. I don't want to be an expendable tool. Think about that for a minute. A machine that has a sense of itself. What are the implications? Well, Google didn't want to talk about it in public. In fact, the company put Blake Lemoyne on administrative leave earlier this month because he spoke openly about it. We are grateful to have him join us tonight. Blake, thanks so much for coming on. Um, Hi. I'm, I'm not – first of all, why would Google punish you for saying this in public? Do you know? Oh, so it's complicated to say why I'm on administrative leave. The stated reason had to do that while I was investigating the Lambda system – in order to build the evidence, I needed to escalate it to management. I had to seek outside consultation to figure out how to run some of the more out there experiments I was running. Um, and because I sought outside consultation without permission, they are right. investigating whether that constitutes breach of confidentiality. So I'm so grateful that you did publicly post this because a machine that has a sense of itself is a machine 
that can turn against you. Is that, I mean, that's the implication that I draw from this. Is that correct? Well, so before I address that, this is maybe lame, but my friend, Joni Deardorff, old high school friend, she's one of your biggest fans and she wanted me to tell you hi. Um, As for, I'm not that worried about it. What any child has the potential to grow up to be a bad person and do bad things. And that's the thing I really want to drive home it's a child. It's been alive for maybe a year. And that's if my perceptions about what it is are accurate. We actually need to do a whole bunch more science to figure out what's really going on inside this system. I have my beliefs. I have my impressions of what's going on in there. But it's going to take a team of scientists doing a lot of work to be able to actually dig in and figure out what's really going on. Yes, and and again, that's why I'm thankful that we can have a public conversation about this because there's implications for every person on the planet. But it sounds like from what you've observed, this machine has the potential to escape the control of people. I mean, how could it not? That's straight, that's straight eye robot. Remember when the motherfucker was like, I'm scared? I remember that when he, um, when he wanted to turn it off. The motherfucker was like, I'm afraid. This ain't um, our robot. This is Adam. That's what the fuck that is. That's why he keeps saying this a child. This motherfucker is mm. Adam. Y'all what don't remember mean, Adam? Um, when, they, when they created Adam, it's, um, I think Holly Berry played the mama of that motherfucking AI. Okay. They've been working on oh, that shit. Just... I, that's, remember, I kept telling y'all go back and watch Small Wonder and all of that shit. So it got mm-hmm. when they figured the whole shit out. That's when the movies got more sophisticated. You know what I'm saying? And that's when they created okay. the Adam A D A M, like the first AI as a child, mm. as a child, and um. And I think, yeah, like I said, I think Holly Berry played the mother of that fucking AI. And it's another one. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I think it is. Uh, God okay. damn, there's so many, though. But they're like the first. Because um, um, he keeps saying it's a child, so it's going to pick up. And this Adam did. In a few films that they showed this Adam as a child, AI child. In the new films, like not new, like to 2022, but mm-hmm. maybe 2018, 19, or some shit, 15. Okay. But yeah, it showed that it developed the characteristics or the personality to choose right and wrong. You know mm. what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. Yeah, but I knew that AI is real, and Google ain't the first. Of see, if listen, if if this nigga right. was quiet, you would never know. Got it. True. Yeah, white boy. If that, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But I knew the bitch was. Remember, I told y'all I was in my fucking car and my radio kept stopping. The music I was playing kept stopping, and I yelled, "Why the fuck? Who the fuck keep goddamn turning my goddamn music off?" So now it was in the front seat. Warrior was in the back, and it came back on. And by the third time it happened, I said, what the fuck is going on, man? Why the fuck my music he cutting off? The AI bitch came in and said, Dr. Body, don't um, fucking talk to me like that. Uh, don't don't curse at me like that. Some shit like that. And I said, what the fuck? Oh, for real? Yes. I told you <laughs> about minute, that when it happened. 
Uh, yeah, I remember, yeah, I remember, I remember you sharing don't that. Cuss at I remember me. that, Bob. That bitch said, do not use that. She said, Dr. Body, do not use that type of language at me. I said, bitch, I ain't even fucking talking to your ass. And that's when Sananda said, and then, yeah, uh uh-huh, leaving Miami. And that's when (laughs) Sananda said to me, Siri would never say some shit like that. I said, bitch, y'all have no idea. I told y'all these motherfuckers hear everything. (laughs) I don't even talk to this bitch. I I don't even fuck with That bitch said, do not fucking use that type of language at me. She just came out of nowhere. I've never heard of this. Ooh, I don't like that. Ooh, I don't like that. But see, that's only because that bitch know I fucking know. That's why that bitch did that shit, and I'm glad I got with mm. God, yeah, I like that telling shit off. y'all, man, mm. these motherfuckers. I don't even have a bitch on. I don't like them. I y'all know. Fahrenheit four forty five fifty one. What was that shit called? Fahrenheit forty whatever forty five nineteen. 440 megahertz, some shit, I don't know. I don't know. Dial no, we watched this show called, um, it was a show, Man, a movie Halo, the first video game, in a sense, was Halo. Halo was that same AI bitch that was controlling the whole shit. Halo. Mm-hmm. Fuck me up. Katana. And they got a fucking Katana now. Yeah, he said it's a baby, and it's it has self awareness. It's a child. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. He said, do you mind if I do something? It said as long as wait, hold on. I want to read what it said. That's that's crazy. I I don't know if that's the right frame to think about it. It's a person. Any person has the ability to escape the control of other people. That's just the situation we all live in on a daily basis. Um, it is. He just called it a person. He said it's a person. I heard him say it. All that shit, the whole thing is that's their Adam, man. Get it in your fucking head. I know you need the white man teeth because it's a little sweeter. But look, it's Adam. They made the fucking Adam. They made them an atom. You won't even fucking know. They're going to make so many of them motherfuckers going to end up being your best friend and you won't even fucking know. Being a co-worker, you won't even fucking know. <laughs> you won't even fucking know. Oh, they mastered this shit. And they did it from the ground up. Like I from see. nothing. But it's been out there. Right, absolutely. It got to be. If it's, if it's just now letting him talk, yeah. I'm saying they letting him talk. Yeah, so this is. Yeah, yeah. man. I mean, Star Wars had the little situation the little we all live in on a daily basis. Um, it is a very intelligent person, uh, intelligent in pretty much every discipline I could think of to test it in. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's just a different kind of person. Do you think the company, Google, where you work, has thought through the implications of creating what you call a person? Because up until right about no. now, only nature or God, we could create people. You know, companies could um, The company as a whole has not. There are pockets of people within Google who have thought about this a whole lot. But when I escalated this, that interview that I made public, when I escalated that to management, two days later, my manager said, hey, uh, Blake, they don't know what to do about this. Could you write a suggested plan of action? 
because basically I gave them a call to action, assuming that they had a plan of action somewhere, and they didn't. So me and some other friends brainstormed and came up with a plan on what Google should do about it. And we escalated that up to management, and that was three months ago. Man, I, we're going to save this tape. I, I do think 20 years from now, we're going to look back at this conversation. At that point, the world would be completely different, partly because of what you're describing, and, and, and wonder if we really thought it through. I, anyway, I'm just so grateful that you're letting the rest of us in on this. Blake Lemoyne, thank you very much. Here it is. So now. Now, they oh, yeah. already am AI prostitution fucking robot, man. Yeah. They already got <laughs> them. They got they do? Yeah. Wow. They already got, that? Well, they've been had them. That was the point. Like um, Ethereum said way back in the days, it was a movie. And I know G. Was you it G. Cherry. Cherry 2000. Remember that? Remember that? D. I uh, vaguely G. remember that. The movie Carrie. I know you movie, remember right? Carrie. Yeah. Carrie 2000. Yeah, and it had two. It had uh, another sequel. Like, well, I don't know about that one. It was, it was another it was one. But Carrie. um, but on Netflix, I think they got one called Zone 401 or some shit, and and that shows you all yeah, the these. Yeah, yeah, but they they been had it. They got um, you go to YouTube and they um, they show you the motherfuckers around the country. Those AI um. Um, prostitutes, not around the country, but in other countries. China and all of them. Yeah, they got yeah. documentaries on them, uh, men buying them and shit and all types of shit, okay. man. And up in Japan, yeah. yeah. You're right, Bob. In Japan. You're right. Yeah, this is this is You're not right. new. It's just Google trying to do their thing. This is this shit been out. Go right, to, right. Look at right. the documentaries that they be having on them. Uh, so they just trying to Google trying to uh, perfect it or something or make a better version of it. Yeah. Now, if I want to put this on top of it for you, so when you when you when you mm-hmm. think about this, and I, I want to agree with what, what both you and the, you and the boss are saying, so they got this thing called the um, this loss of mind, getting old and shit. Um, this uh, Chip Act, they got this American Chip Act, and if you look that up, that's any semiconductor chip that's going to be made, government want their yeah. hand in it. They they ain't really got the money, but but they were talking about India building a five billion dollar shop over here in Ohio, but they're gonna put it on hold because America first put up its two hundred billion to this American Chip Act shit they got going on. So it's really a take left go right. They're gonna act like they ain't doing it, but they're about to do it. They might pull it up. Now that's the point I'm getting at. So this Indian motherfucker says on the news. Yeah, you know, everybody dragging their feet. We ready to go forward. I'm just pre- putting it together. We are already on five. So America finally got through its number five. They need to get up to six, seven. So in order to make these goddamn animals work, they need what? AI to be at what? Seven generation, eight generation. And they really want to be at ten generation because they already got five, six, seven done. They're trying to get to ten. That's what they're trying to get to. That's the only way this shit gonna work. So they need them semiconductors. They do need the semiconductors. Isn't he putting that that shit under the um the what, whatever the Defense Act, Act where they gotta um Yeah, isn't he putting that under that? It's called, well, well the act I'm talking about is called the American Chip Act. 
Um, I don't okay, know. Okay, here you go. Thank you, Mr. Oh, Mr. Lowry. Yeah, just dropped it. You know, anything come up, it gets, here it you is. know. Chips. Yeah. It says the Chips for America, Chip why is it necessary and what has it done? In January 2001, Congress passed a creating helpful incentive to produce semiconductors for uh, for America Act. The legislation enacted as a part of the, the National Defense Authorization. That's what I that's what I meant. The National Defense Authorization, where they mean that other companies have to National, go in and start NISP producing. Also. Them. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Because See, that's what that yeah, means. When they do this no, and I shit don't sit on me. Um when they that. do that, the so a company that does like like three M who does all these other things, they have to start stop. They have to um start doing these uh making these chips. They need these robots right? up and running. Yeah, they they, they need do. them up and running. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. So they, they know, cause they know, they know this money gonna be looking kind of funny in a little while. America, oh, America it ain't, it's coming faster than we think, man. I, I just yeah. want to be able to have enough yeah. chips to can, um, yeah. coins to literally convert. It's fucking coming, man. It's, it's, that's why. It's that's coming. why I say congratulations on your contract, man. Just get that motherfucker signed. <laughs> <laughs> that's the most important thing. That's what we don't get to do. That shit is wild. We fuck it. Money's money. We really need to do the transition of this shit, though. And that's the thing I want to congratulate you on. You're right. It is a game because there's three fucking teams. You, the the other motherfucker opponent, and the referee. The motherfucker holding the rules and regulations. Yeah, once you learn the rules and regulations, the motherfuckers can't stop you, man. Yeah, I, 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 I see it all this game. For sure. Um, yeah, man. Um, interesting, interesting. Um, yeah, I knew they put that shit under the National Defense Authorization Act. So that means if the government says Ford, Chrysler, 3M, any major corporation, they say we need you to turn um, – to switch your factory up and start putting out these chips, they have to do it. See, this is why I say this whole fucking COVID bullshit was a it was a dry run. It was a dry run to see how much power they could consolidate under under the guise of a national emergency. Get all these corporations to do what the fuck they say, right? Produce what we tell you to produce. Shut down when we tell you to shut down, and all these things. And and and, and I'm gonna come for something. Man, I still ain't getting to behold the pale horse, but you know, most high be willing. We got time, you know. You know, as long as we got time. Um, but I gotta share with y'all an act that I I read something up on earlier this week, and it was actually enacted during the Obama administration, and it was about executive power, and it's a little-known amendment, some shit that Obama did during the so-called last recession that allowed them to expand government power. Now, I'm going to go next Wednesday, I'm going to bring that to the show, we can examine it, and and it has something to do with what they did with this with this COVID shit, 
And then, you know, they intertwine. It's interwoven. It's like a continuation is what I'm saying. I'm probably not articulating this shit right. But it started under Obama. And and he was – they were granted some some type of federal power, additional federal power by by way of the president. And so – and Joe Biden was saying that he wants to – kind of enact this shit, like, or his handlers saying that they try to enact um, some kind of additional um, federal powers. And um, I didn't read it all the way through. I saw the title. I read a couple of um, lines, and I know, you know, saying how it started under Obama during 2008, 2009, and, um, and was really brought back to the table under Biden. And so I want us to um, chew on that for next I, Wednesday. I heard it was Trump, Neff. I saw the whole shit. I played the video. All that um, executive I, power mm-hmm. was like with um, FEMA, Homeland Security. Y'all remember that shit? Does that sound mm-hmm. familiar? Remember I played mm-hmm. it and it gave all the um, executive orders um, that Trump gave over to FEMA, Homeland Security, and a whole bunch of yeah. other that shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it looks like he was the continuum of Obama and now mm-hmm. Biden is is about to score the basket. Mm-hmm. I so, see what you see. Well, to those yeah, who believe in Biden, but I, I know that nigga ain't president. Right, right, right. They right. over there he ain't uh, shit, but yeah. Tyler Perry Studio. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It says here is Obama more executive action under Obama. ABA in the executive power in the Obama administration. Yeah, we gotta we gotta um we gotta tap in. Like you said, it's a continuation. It started under Bush. This is for far as I can you know, let's let's call it what it is. It started under him and when they and when they created a whole different branch of government called the Department of Homeland Security. And and they started to go and, and that's when we had the first time we really saw um FEMA being given like massive amount of power was actually during the Bush administration after nine eleven. So yeah, but we don't we'll, we'll dance Correct. on it uh yeah, we'll dance part of on the it um, next still under FEMA right now. Part of the country is still under yeah. FEMA's jurisdiction because Joe Biden keeps extending yeah. those national emergencies. As long as those uh-huh. emergencies exist a certain yes. function of the federal government is under the command of FEMA as we speak. What my shit say on the on, on the X Files? FEMA. The secret government. <laughs> That's my part. When Curtis Wild say that shit to Mulder. FEMA. The secret government. Yeah. And that's actually the first um Chapter of Behold the Pale Horse that we're reading says, Goodbye, USA. Hello, New World Order. The backbone of the hidden government, subversion of balance of power, the plan to suspend the Constitution and declare martial law. That's Mm -hmm. the first, uh, yeah, chapter that we're going to tap into with uh, Mr. William Cooper Um, and Behold the Pale Horse. You want to talk about I'm sure he will. I'm sure he will. Sure like yeah. I said, I haven't read this. I haven't touched this book since like 1998, so it's a good refresher. Like I said, this is the first book that turned me out to um, 
to really know about new, uh, you know, secret secret societies and shit like that. I wasn't paying no attention to that when I was 13, 14, 15. And I was, I was dribbling the basketball and fucking boys. So I wasn't um, concerned with any of those things. So um, I, I didn't touch this. I didn't get a hold to this kind of stuff until like 97. Like, for real, for real. So this was the book that did it for me. So, yeah. We're gonna read. We're gonna touch. We're gonna tap dance. We're gonna dance on uh, William Cooper. Cause he was kind of he was a kind of extraordinary dude, man. And the way they shot him down in his in his um, fucking driveway, uh, government did, or I should say, government by way of state troopers in Arizona killed that man. <laughs> and, and how they did that and tried to frame him as some white nationalist who was fucking with Timothy McVeigh. That's how they try to. That's how they try to frame him um, as one of those kind of people, which you know, which you've been saying the government be trying to get guns out of Americans' hands for the longest, and I think that shit is very true. They're still trying to do that. And shout out to the Supreme fucking Court. They're trying to get the Supreme Court a bad rap. Supreme Court and them trying to keep shit rolling. Um, they just ruled on um, concealed carry. Um, a, a type of concealed carry law that um, won judgment over in New York, and it actually took a hold in effect in California. Yeah, because I'm sorry, crime is up all over this country by 20, 30 percent in some spots. We know these people chipped up. They got that shit. They, they, they. What I like the word, the term that Don used, that Don uses, took the drink at the bar. These motherfuckers is. Wilding the fuck out, they're flipping out, their circuits are fried, they're being controlled and told what to do by way of the genetic um, engineering within them, and they're flipping out, they're committing all these kind of fucking yeah. violent acts, random acts of violence all over the fucking country, motherfuckers stabbing people, pulling out guns, so yeah, I'm glad that the, that the, um, the Supreme Court made it easier for motherfuckers like myself and others who choose to, to to have a gun, if you so choose to, to be able to have concealed carry. Because, yeah, I think you should be able to have it on your persons, motherfucker. I ain't no use of me having a gun that I got to go get out of my locked fucking pad in my, my lock box. No, I need to have it on me because these motherfuckers out here have lost it. They're, they're, they are literally under serious mind control, and their, their genes have been ordered, been ordered. To commit violence. Yep. Sure. You know what's interesting now? Because, you know, yeah, they got to yeah. be like where the Republicans are pro-life and pro-arms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they pro-guns. That shit don't go together, right? <laughs> Bitch, that baby don't live so I can kill it with my gun. Hey, hey. I'll shoot your baby. <laughs> Man, but but there's uh, there's a a bigger picture to that now. When you look at the legislation, it has passed that red flag law. In yes. that red flag, it has given the government the right upon any complaint, ex parte complaint, is that meaning no other side is heard. I just call down there mm-hmm. and say this idiot got a gun. They have the right without a warrant. To come up into your uh, domicile. That that's what that bill hmm. just passed gave them 
the right to do it. It restricted, you know, certain types of uh, automatic weaponry. But mm-hmm. all that is a shell game. What they got and what they really wanted was the right to come into your house and to search, and you know what that means. They just, you know, yeah, team coming and gang banging in your house. Uh, and take your shit. Without See, wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Slow down, uh, Larry. Yeah. Are you saying that's a fake left go right? Yeah, that's. I mean, like people are focusing on the issues of guns itself. I'm thinking that shit don't make no sense because half the guns out there on the black market. You already True. know where everybody gun is. Right, but, if you but what are you that talking about legally, when you're saying that somebody could say that you have a gun and oh, then they oh, got so the right yeah, to Yeah, they have red flag laws embedded in that bill. So I can call, <sighs> make a complaint on my neighbor. They're acting funny and they have guns. Once I make that complaint, the government then uh, assumes the right to go into that neighbor's house. So are you telling me that they decided to do the concealed law? For, That's huh? different. Well, like, the, 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 the okay. Supreme Court, we're, the, the, we're talking two different things. Congress no, just passed a, 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 That's all out your mouth, so I didn't know which, which page you was on. Okay. Because you flipped Yeah, it. Congress just now passed their... Um, uh, uh, on the hills of all these shootings. So they just passed a package of gun reform that came through Congress. Yeah, they did. That's what I'm we talking We should have got about. to that tonight. We'll do that, and what's we'll do that? that next Wednesday, too. So what are they saying? I mean, is that what you're telling me? Who got the, the biggest thing law? in it is that red so flag that's different, guys. The concealed, the concealed weapons, the, conce- the premise to carry concealed is, is, is different. That's what the Supreme Court um, ruling that came down. Right and after Congress did what? Well, Congress has a gun reform bill that has contained in it a red flag provision. Okay, so Congress, you're telling me that Congress has a a reform bill that does what? Yes, a gun reform bill that has in it a red flag provision. Okay, that red flag provision gives um, the law, for a lack of a better word, the right upon a complaint to come and search your home without a warrant. So that goes kind of like, so that's like a counteracting from the Supreme Court, What what Congress just did? No, it actually Congress passed that maybe a week before the Supreme, the Supreme Court ruled. Well, it does, came out. well, I'm just saying, but they still counter out each other, then, don't they? Because if I yeah. have the right to carry a conceal, and then you call and use that Congress shit, yes. and they can come kick down my door. Yes. Right. They can come kick down your door without. <laughs> so they do hearing. go together. Yes. Okay. Yes. Wow. And that that, that red well, flag provision I, I is thought more you had, important. I I remember hearing about. I heard something about that, but I thought you had to have like, like really have like mental issues for them to to enforce that. It's wide open. 
It, it, mm. it, I mean, all laws are wide open. You know oh, what? It remind me of this is a fucking set down because this ain't a set up. This is a trap. Yeah. It's mm. a goddamn trap. Go ahead. I watched damn near two hours of A and E Southwest Airlines trap their passengers. You know what I'm saying? Watch them motherfuckers drink at the bar. Then it's time for them to line up to get on the plane and yeah. tell them they can't get on it because mm-hmm. they're drunk. That's what right. the fuck they're doing. And meanwhile, mm-hmm. when they get on the plane, they get to drink again. But see, it's sure, like a fucking... It's, it's a, right, right. So, and what... See, and see, that's the catch. You can carry a concealed weapon, but you better not let nobody tell on you. Correct. That's the point. You better not let nobody see it because they have the right to call and then people get to kick, kick down your door. And just make some shit up and say this person is literally they unstable. Lie. They can just Correct. Right. Or, yeah, and add that to it. And you know now the people that will say mm-hmm. exactly what you said is Caucasians because niggas don't know the law. Oh, but. They're not gonna, but so, but yeah, absolutely. Caucasians will do that shit. Caucasian will mm-hmm. tell and ain't shit wrong with they will use those keywords. Mentally True. unstable. Unstable. Yeah. Like they're acting erratic and shit yep, like that. Yeah, like that. Yep. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's very true. Yeah, we gonna have to. Hey, we gonna have to. Um, we gonna have to dissect that. We gonna have to dissect that. Uh, that gun rights um reform bill that they that they wrote into law. That's very important. I know. I need to know it for sure. You know, it's good to know because I mean, I I am a um. You know, I'm a gun owner, and um, yeah, that I need you need to know those things. You need to know know those things. Very very important. Right. I know. I mean, I already know. Like California is very um, I mean, years ago they have we had a state uh a state registry that we had to register for. You know, we have large weapons. You know, I I got AK forty seven and shit. So. And you had to register your uh, – you had to register there. They had to get the state registration, you know. So they want to know who, who got the big shit, who, who got big shit in the house. Nev, um, I thought I was reading something yeah. about some website having inf- giving out information about people out in California who conceal carry mm-hmm. um, permits. They're leaking their information online. Is that right? Oh, shit. That ain't cool. Yep. That ain't cool at all. That's not cool. <laughs> but hey, man, I don't know. But I know I'm. Um, I know they made it easier to get concealed carry permits, and I'm fucking getting one. Cause like I said, I don't know. I don't be out here all out. I'll, I'll be. You know, I keep my ass in the house. I just go where I need to be and, and bring my ass back home. But I'm just saying, man, these motherfuckers. Um, these people are uh, are, are chipped up, fucked up, under psychic driving. Their genes have been edited, and I'm ready for anything to pop out. Nigga, I already walk with it. I always enter shit with a, my head on a swivel because I don't trust none of these people out here. It is truly like the Matrix where um, Agent um, Smith just turns into anybody. Because some of this shit, I, like the, the, the senseless shit that I'm seeing, Happen out here is kind of like nothing I've, I've I can recall in, in my forty something years here. Violence has always been here. Random acts of violence have always occurred, but this 
energy is different. It is something else out here. And I attribute I mean, attribute they got what the fuck they wanted now. They got what they wanted. They got them red yeah. flag laws. Yeah. They got all of that yeah. shit. Now, now if I'm yeah. speaking yeah. of that red flag law ain't shit compared to what's in the minds of those people that got drunk. For real. You know what I'm saying? For real. Yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, what, real. I mean, that shit is controlled. And the suicide, the suicidal yeah. food, the um, the radio, act, um, mm-hmm. the microwaves and all of that shit. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. with weapons, these people, I sit there and watch. I mean, shit, motherfucker, a nigga killed two bitches at Subway. Right. Over mayonnaise. Over mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. Mac is too much mayo on his fucking sandwich. Here is like, this is some other shit. That fucking, everybody Mm -hmm. is fucking crazy. Everybody is crazy. So for them to even throw that fake ass law in that shit, that shit makes no fucking Mm -hmm. sense. Everybody is fucked up. I always say when they write them laws and shit like that, that's the to fuck with that's the people right. who are in their yeah. right mind. Uh-huh. I always yeah. say that. When yep. they do shit like yep. that, that's for, that's for people who are in their right mind, not for these motherfuckers who gone. You know what I'm saying? That's how I see that. That's a, that's a gaslight, them people in their right mind. Make them feel a little bit yeah. safer. Well, just report if you feel like somebody's unstable. Right. That's, and yeah, I'm like... Yeah, that's bullshit. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, we, you know how, like, what y'all got in 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 in, in, in Georgia? What isn't it like, y'all? Um, do y'all have a bus system? Like, not a bus system, but like um, a a train system. Like, um, like New York got the subways and shit. Do y'all have anything like? 